All right, welcome everyone to episode four of the Jeffrey Six podcast. I'm Ellis Mark, and I'm joined once again by Ricardo. How's it going, guys? It's me, Jaden, aka the Sonic Show. What's up, Gucci Gang? And and Dumsville. Hey, what up? It's me. And we're joined today by possibly the most special guest we could ever have on this. Last week was Sonic Toast, and now I think we've topped ourselves yet again with the Sonic Lore Master himself, Cybershell. Whoa! That's right, I'm a man. I'm a man who knows about Sonic the Hedgehog, what more can I say? Everyone's f- absolute favorite character of the internet, and frankly, I've never heard a bad thing about him. Really? I might need to get into this franchise, then. There's never been a better time, because you can just watch the Sonic movie and pretend like that's the only that's the only Sonic media there is. Before we, we go any further, I, I think we need to address the elephant in the room. I'm sorry for bringing up a, a controversial uh, thing here, Mr. Cybershell. I know, Fat, you don't have to call me an so. elephant. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you started making videos a very long time ago. Around close to when YouTube started, right? Yeah, 12 years ago, pretty much. Then, at, at a certain point, you left. <laughs> then... I think it was seven years later you came back again. Well, the thing is, I never left really again. left the first time. I was just not posting Sonic videos, which is what everyone who subscribed to my channel wanted to see. But I didn't post my videos to YouTube because I wanted them to be seen on YouTube. I didn't give a shit about YouTube. I just posted them because that was like a backup source for my videos on something awful. So I was a, oh, okay. a neglecting my fans because I didn't, I couldn't really co- comprehend the fact that I had fans outside of the people who watched it on that thread. But I kept getting comments and comments about making a bonus video, so one day I just did. I don't even know why I did. I just decided, oh, I guess I'll fulfill my promise nine years after the fact. And it was glorious. Everyone rejoiced on, on uh, everything was good in the world. But then you decided to leave again. Well, why was that? Well, basically, I'm just an Andy Kaufman-esque comedic genius who decided that the only way I'm ever going to get popular is by completely gaming the algorithm and just absolutely destroying it by coming back and having the most epic comeback of all time. But the only way you can make an epic comeback is if you leave first. That's very true, and it worked. That's right. People don't understand everything in the world is just about telling a good story and you have to craft your own unique narrative even if it means completely scamming all your fans and patrons i was expecting a genuine i was like expecting like a genuine answer like oh someone in my family died (laughs) but no you just go yeah i just left because i wanted to (laughs) that's honestly like super chad (laughs) so did you like delete everything did you like get rid of like twitter YouTube, like, all stuff to where you could be traced because, like, nobody was able to, like, even know of, like, activity, like, whatsoever. What? I didn't delete anything. I just didn't use it, really. Mm-hmm. I, I lost the login information to my old Discord account, so this is my new Discord account. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I was around, but I was just in full-on lurker mode because I didn't want to, you know... Like I explained in my video, I didn't want to be like, hey, everyone, look at me, I'm back. And then they're like, wow, okay. And then they just go on with their day, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you have to make a big deal out of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was uh, outside getting food from somewhere, and I checked my Twitter, and I saw a notification from Cybershell. My reaction was, fuck. <laughs> I, I, 
I had j- he for said the past it out loud years, in like, public and Cyber even Shell? screamed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with children. His mom and I next said, to him. What? And I said, Cybershell is back. And they went, He was, in, a, he was in an orphanage, um, too. So he said it in front of those orphan children. <laughs> yeah. I had, um, I, I had been thinking ever since Cybershell left, I was like, one of these days, I'm going to, I'm going to be the new Cybershell. I'm going to make my own Sonic the Hedgehog channel. And I, I finally did it. And I finally started making videos about no, that, Sonic. That was your friend's channel. Cha- that's and your within friend's two months, channel, Mark. That's my friend's channel. Yeah, it's not my channel. Sorry. And within two months, Cybershell returns. And I know all the comments are saying, we don't need you anymore. All right, Cybershell's time to let your channel, dude. Oh, it's true. I wasn't originally going to come back, but then I heard that LS Mark was trying to start a Sonic channel. And I was like, that fucking piece of shit thinks he can come after me, even though I've been gone for three years. I, I, had, I had to show you up. I'm sorry. Feels bad. And, and, and I guess, is this, is this you back to, back to stay for good? Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I kind of thought this was, I guess I made it a little unclear because I had a, I wanted the very sort of season finale energy to that last video and I wanted the big credit sequence to have an air finale to it, but I just, I was just trying to signify the end of daily uploads. I'm still going to be making videos, just, I don't want to make any promises about when or how long they're going to be because I, if I make a promise, I'm basically obligated to break it. <laughs> I, I can't even see that video. It's not available in Ireland. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was so worried that it was going to get blocked in the U.S. because it has a huge clip of Saint Elsewhere in it. And, uh, it, you know, it's an American show. I was like, I was like, oh, you know, if I guess not, if, if it gets past the American things, it'll be fine. But I forgot that I guess Channel 4 owns the rights to broadcast it or something. I, I don't know how fucking copyright law works. So I've been thinking about the best way to get a new version up without completely ruining it. But I think I am just going to sort of ruin it on purpose. But just that one just, little uh, part. Just recreate the entire scene, but with uh, real-life actors. With Sonic the Hedgehog action figures, I agree. Yeah, my current plan was just to filming it, filming the exact screen, but just like with my off my, off the screen with my phone, and then just dubbing all the voices myself. <laughs> you should do like a little like animation of it, like just like draw the pictures of each cut. If I had any sort of artistic talent whatsoever, I would love to do something like that, but I have, like... You don't you need have... artistic talent, it's the <laughs> internet, just use MS Paint. What are you talking about? Look at that profile picture. Did you draw that yourself? Do people... Oh, yeah, I guess people don't even know the origin story of my profile pic. This might be kind of hard <laughs> to explain on a podcast when I can't show you, uh, show the viewers, or the listeners, excuse me, the uh, thing. But here, let me explain the origin of my avatar, if you don't... Uh... So, hold on a sec, I have to get a few pictures really quick, but basically it's just a modification of a modification of an emoticon from something awful, and I didn't create it, someone just posted it in my thread, and I didn't even want it to be my avatar, I didn't mean for it to be my avatar, I just posted it in one of my videos as like a joke, like it's just like a transition card, and then just by pure happenstance, Back when YouTube only picked three auto-generated thumbnails, that picture of that weird little Sonic dog thing was one of the thumbnails. So I was like, oh, I'll pick that as the thumbnail for the video. And then you can use a thumbnail video as your profile pic. And I didn't have a profile pic, so I just threw it up there as like a temporary placeholder. Then <laughs> I just never changed it for 12 years or whatever. So I guess that's my profile picture now. Yeah, perfect. I like that it's half cut off as well. Yeah. Perfect <laughs> model. I have grown to embrace this avatar as my face, but I, I don't even use it on any other... So- well, I guess I use it on Discord now, but I, I never used it as an avatar on Something Awful or Twitter or any other website. It was just sort of like a joke thing, you know what I mean? Like, uh, isn't this a funny thing? I didn't mean for it to be like, this is me. This is me, but it is me now. And I, I, again, I don't have a problem with it. It's just kind of funny. 
Yeah, it's the recognizable image. It's the brand. So how long have you been, um, because th this sort of came out of nowhere, there was no hyper buildup for, for your return. How long have you been making that content? Because I know I saw someone asking, like, did you just make these, like, every day and just decide to start coming back? Like, no, these, <laughs> some of these are, like, an hour long. This is not just something you throw together in a weekend. So how long have you been stacking all these videos together? I wish, I truly deeply wish, I guess I could just lie about it, but I'm not going to. I wish I could say I was an epic memer and I've been just stockpiling videos for the past three years, but I basically did nothing in 2018 and 2019 and every single video you saw was made start to finish in 2020, but some ideas and rough scripts will date back to 2017. As you can see, I do mention 2017 a lot in my scripts because a lot of the things were just about events that happened in 2017 and uh yeah but I, I i did actually make all the videos in 2020 i you know this is such a fucking cliche that it's almost like embarrassing to say but i decided i'm finally gonna get my shit together this year i'm finally gonna do it that was in uh february of this year and then COVID hit and i was like well Whatever. Better better than ever. This is the best time I could ever have to stay inside and make stupid videos. I fucking knew it. I knew it. I was saying to Ricardo, just before we joined, I was like, I bet he come back because of COVID. He just had the time to do it. I, I really was going to come back either way. Like, I, I mean, at least I thought I was, but I, you know, it really was like just circumstantial timing thing. I was like, I might as well do it now. It's a perfect storm. Hey, man, take the opportunity. Yeah, I wish I could... I wish I could say COVID affected my day-to-day -day life a lot, but it didn't because I don't leave the house that often. Yeah, like, and speaking of, like, more your recent content, was it, like, did you decide, like, hey, I'm gonna, like, make some not-Sonic content, even though that's, like, what I'm largely known for? Because after that Chow video, uh, you started putting out some, like, non-Sonic content. Yeah, so in my very original, incredibly embarrassing video where I pitched my Patreon, I do mention that I have some non-Sonic content planned. I think I just casually mention it offhand, but I never followed up on that. I never actually made any non-Sonic content, even though I always wanted to, just because, you know, there's literally infinity amount of things you can talk about when it comes to Sonic, so there was always just some Sonic-related thing that just seemed more relevant than my viewers would want to hear more of, but I did always have these weird things that really bothered me every single day, like that stupid fucking golden banana, and why Space Station Silicon Valley didn't work anymore. They just bothered me all the time. I just had that sort of, sort of shit bouncing around in my head for years, and I was finally like, I'm gonna make a fucking video about it. And I wasn't kidding. I made that Donkey Kong 64 video just to give vindication for anyone else who had that exact same problem. <laughs> and the good thing about it, I guess, is that the usually you see with these Sonic channels, whenever they try to branch out and make something that isn't Sonic-related, you can see the views just plummet, but people seem to just be as interested in your your non-Sonic stuff. Again, it, it sort of helps in that I came back and I dumped all my shit. And again, again, I again, I wish I could pretend I was actually some sort of YouTube algorithm wizard. I actually, I was really strongly under the impression that it stopped favoring daily uploads. I thought it changed to some. I don't really understand, but I only dumped it like that because I couldn't dump it all in one day because that would have just been ridiculous to have ten videos in your fucking inbox. Nobody wants that. Even yeah. even me, nobody wants to see 10 videos like that. It's more fun, right? It's more fun coming out one day at a time. And I could have just said, oh, I have 10 videos, but I didn't want to do that either. <laughs> I mean, didn't you tease it in the, the try video? Yeah, I did, and I, I diligently watched that comment section, and literally no one noticed. <laughs> That's why I had to come out and just tell everyone, yeah. ruining the whole surprise but I, I didn't want to I didn't want people to not know I made a cool little foreshadowing Easter egg you know that was an evolution of something I was going to have 
in the first video because the first video I originally had a live action segment planned and I was just going to have off to the side of the frame just all the video games like Banjo and Final Fantasy 7 and just all of them in a big pile and people would be like what the fuck is that but that would have been a little conspicuous you know like the Chow thing was incredibly easy to not notice even though I think in retrospect the names of the Chows are kind of weird but you know it's the very end of the video I think some people probably clicked off once they saw the special thanks thing come up anyways yeah that video, by the way, uh, I am proud of it, but holy shit, it was a fucking nightmare to make. Absolute fucking nightmare. Oh, fuck, the... yeah, no, uh, speaking of, I whenever I was mentioning that, I, I made a video very similar to that. I, I called it The Appeal of Chai, and it even has a similar thumbnail like two months ago. And it's like seven minutes because I started doing research and all the different Chai stuff, and I was like, I cannot, I do not want to talk about any of this. I'm just making a quick video about them and throwing it up. I wasn't, I was not joking, I wanted to make a quick 20 minute video on Chow, but I just, every time I brought up one thing, like I can't talk about stats and not talk about evolution, and I can't talk about, you know, I talk about the Chow, like, drives and the animal parts, it all leads into it, itself, you know, and it's just, I don't know, like I said, I really am not a Chow guy, but the fact that there's this completely optional, ridiculously intricate system for basically no reason, just really tickles my funny bone. <laughs> they're sitting on that, they're sitting on free money and they won't do anything with it. It's really strange. There is fan demand. Like, it's not even up for debate at this point. They, and they know. They keep putting Chow in things and, like, having little Chow videos. And so, like, they know people like the Chow, so they, sh they should just bring him back. And, you know, people say they should make a standalone Chow garden. And I, you know, it's like, in theory, that's not a bad idea. But I don't really understand how that would work exactly. Because, like, what would just stop you from giving your Chow a million animals in a row? Like, you kind of need... Right. like something to gate the progression but if you don't have a main game you're gonna have to gate the progression behind like little mini games where you get the animals but then those mini games would just become insanely tedious after the 10,000th time so it's kind of genius that they don't make you play a mini game to get the chow shit they make you play a real actual fun video game sonic adventure one or two that just happens to have all this weird chow shit in it yeah do you like Sonic Adventure 2? Because me and Mark fucking hate that game. I have this weird relationship where Sonic Adventure 1 was the one I got first and it was the one I obsessed over and I love that game to death and I, I still do and even with all its flaws and ever and I, I, Sonic Adventure 2 has just a weird different vibe for me because it's a lot of ways I really think Sonic Adventure 2 is the last, the last Sonic game. It's the last Sonic game I really gave a shit about because, you know, that was the end of the Dreamcast. That was the end of Sonic as a genuine equal to Mario. Like, no matter how good his games are, he was a system selling like you know he'll, he's just he can't get that back you know what I mean I'm not it doesn't even matter that much you still have incredible games but I don't know there's something different about the whole vibe of Sonic where you just wanted to be way more friendly and chill and nice to kid I don't know he always had kid appeal so it doesn't even make sense what I'm really saying but yeah I like Sonic Adventure 2 there's so many things you can point out about the gameplay that like the levels are all way more linear and they're all over these bottomless pits like I felt like there was more room to explore as Sonic in the stages and like Emerald Coast and Speed Highway, I just like going in these big open areas which didn't really feel that much. And I, a lot of people don't like the clunky Sonic Adventure 2 mechs instead of Gamma. I will defend the mechs as like, I kind of like the idea of having actual weight to them because Gamma felt like he weighed like two pounds, he could just spin on a dime. I love controlling Gamma, but he did not feel like a big robot, you know? Yeah. And then, I, I, I don't know, I don't want to get into it because people get really mad, but I, I despise I loved it as a kid. I, I thought it was amazing. It was like my favorite game, and then the more I played it, the more I was like, this is... I, 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 I'm sort of on, you know, I have my own things. I, I see the appeal, and I won't get into it, but I really fucking hate Sonic Heroes. I what? think it's a terrible, terrible <coughs> game. Oh, no! We oh, can argue about that. Sonic Heroes is I really like Sonic Heroes, too. Love 
beautiful aesthetic levels gorgeous gorgeous levels uh the character designs look like shit disgusting plasticky sheen voice actors dog well okay not all the voice actors dog I still like ryan drummond is getting good but they replaced tails and charmy and charmy's new voice they have actual children voicing them worst i like his charming of all time guess what nope it's dog shit and guess what this is the first game where the, the characters never ever ever shut the fuck up when you're just trying to play the stages over and over they just keep talking which again is an idea i like in theory i like it in theory you can he but you know uh and gameplay wise it has its things i like i do like i don't like that you have to go through the entire game four fucking times same exact level order easy mode third in line but uh, I, whatever. I don't want to get on you, Durant. It's 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 a game that I have I used to hate. Now I've come to appreciate in a lot of ways. But I I, I would much rather play Sonic Adventure one or two to be honest. The way Sonic controls just is way less slippery than the sort of feeling you get when you're controlling Sonic in Heroes. And also, uh, I never really cared for Tails in or any of the flying characters. They never like I understand they're carrying two other characters, but it feels like you're only flying for like two seconds. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Heroes, it has issues, but it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful game though. The uh, the stages, I really enjoy the art design of the game. I, I disagree completely. I, I'm in the middle of making a fucking two hour video by why Sonic Heroes is the best game ever made. I would love to see it so I can disagree with you, but because you know <laughs> I I'm I'm well you know I I was gonna make a video on it one day. I I don't care enough. I don't care enough to shit on Sonic Heroes. I don't hate it that much. When I'm playing it, I'll get heated about stupid shit, but really, uh, the Geek Critique has a good video. Pretty much summarizes how I feel about Sonic Heroes. What does get you heated? Like something's gotta just heat you up, right? Uh, Sonic Four, I guess. I don't know. You know, I'm honestly really fucking embarrassed at how like I I thought it was sort of obvious that I wasn't really trying at all to be like objective in that Sonic Four sucks. I was sort of just doing it to piss off Sonic Four fans. But I some people that's like the first video of mine they'll ever see, and they're just like, oh, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't even know how to review a game, you know. I liked that's what I liked about your, your videos or not liked I, I like it about your videos is that um, I, I think a lot of the sonic tubers uh, lack in in personality but it was really a breath of fresh air whenever I find your shot because I kept getting recommended your your knuckles chaotix video and I was like this is recommended to me so much that I don't want to watch it and, uh, <laughs> yeah I've eventually, been there before <laughs> I, I keeved in and watched it eventually and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then I checked your channel, and right as I, I started watching your stuff, you disappeared. Yeah, the same thing happened to me with your um your your Archie video. I, that's my my favorite video from you. I fucking love that video because all like the obscure shit that you like pull from it. Like, how much like research did like go into that kind of stuff? The Archie one really was a labor of love because I, I if I was a better YouTuber, I would have sat down and read the entire thing, but I just I didn't want to. It was so long. It was I just so I just made a video talking about what I remembered from it. And you know, I did do some research. I did sort of like reread parts of the first up to the first 50 issues or whatever. And I you know, I did I don't like to brag about my own videos cuz it's a little cringe, but like I was surprised at how well I was able to get all the major important things that came up later like a uh, Robo Robotnik and all that stupid shit. Because it was just like it was just like a intricate series of events that happens over time. And they just layer these little stories. It's just interesting the way it changed from completely silly to like serious back to I don't know. I really like the Archie comic, but it you know it's not perfect. It's not War and Peace. It's not high literature, but right. I really like it for what it is. What you don't think uh, Sally Acorn almost <laughs> losing her virginity to that fucking like skunk dude? Or something like that, wasn't that Jeffrey St. John? Jeffrey, I'm not sure yeah. how much of what Ken Penders writes we should consider canon, but you know, 
I also, you know, that part about making fun of Ken Penders is pretty funny, but some people took it a little more seriously when I said maybe he stole the contract on the way out. That was just a joke. Right. I don't think Ken Penders actually <laughs> stole his contract. Right. <laughs> yeah, you hate IDW. You're a Son Amy stan. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't even... I would be the guy who would, like, who would, like, people would associate with the, like, anti-IDW pro Sally Acorn crowd with what I make, but, like, and I hate to, you know... But but still, like, it's just there's some nutters out there that are, you know, take Ken Penders way too seriously and are like, he didn't deserve anything. He, the, Ken Penders is crazy. He's a fucking madman. He, he really is a madman. I don't man. like him as a writer. He's not. He, he's mm-hmm. a bad creator. Uh, I don't. I, people make a video. I don't want to make a video on him because if I make a video that's just entitled Ken Penders, he will see it and then he will contact me and then I can either have the luxury of ignoring him like a coward or interacting with him. So I'd rather not do that. I say this from experience. You probably won't get contacted by him, but what you will get contacted by are crazy ass people, either from the anti IDW crowd. Or the, you know, the Son Amy Pro IDW crowd. One of the two. And you're going to get, like, the one of the two crazies to contact you. Or comment on your video constantly. And it's going to be obnoxious. And you're going to want to die. So I wish I was more in tune with the whole IDW drama. I'm going to be honest. I haven't actually read the IDW comic. I should. I kept meaning to, and I will. And I read, like, certain issues or whatever. But I haven't done a full sit-down read-through the entire thing. I know some people really like it. Some people really don't. From what I've read, it seems okay, but I, I know it has, like, it's, you know, it's a it's not Archie. It's definitely a more restricted, sort of, more generic-y type version to be more in line yeah. with the games or whatever. Tangled Whispers seem pretty cool. Obviously, yes, I, I miss Sally and all that shit, but uh, I don't know. I'll have to read it. I'm going to read it myself and then make my own opinion on it, I guess. If anyone's keeping up with it, has, has, have they finished that? fucking zombie arc that's been going on I think on for the like metal my virus arc just and again I haven't read it I think I just saw I think it just ended like it literally just ended like a few days ago uh, right when it Jeez. started was when I was when I stopped uh, reading them I keep collecting them but I, I think I missed reading one issue and I just didn't bother picking it up again to start yeah. but I, I I got them No Mark you know you could just pirate them No <laughs> No, that's illegal, dude. I gotta support the comic book industry. I like. Or oh, thinking about right, comics. Right. I like comics, but like, like reading one comic is over in like forty-five seconds. It's it's, yeah. it's nothing. It's so fast. Yeah. So I ha- I like have to wait for multiple to come out so I can read them all in a row. You know what I mean? It's like I'm probably going to enjoy the virus saga because I'm going to read it all in one sitting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just wait for the volumes, because, like, all, like, the different sagas come out in, like, these volumes, like, these little graphic novels, so I just wait for those to come out, and then I read them. I always prefer reading in a nice hardback volume, but the thing is, you want to support the creators, you want to buy it week, month, and if nobody's buying it, if everyone's just waiting for the volumes and nobody's buying the issues, then it's gonna get cancelled, you know what I mean? That's what really got me in the, to, I didn't even know, I was so, uh... I, I didn't know about any of the other Sonic stuff there was when I was a kid, like the the comics or the TV shows. I only knew them from the games. And I, I think I went in this store and I saw the graphic novel or the hardback uh, Sonic Genesis from Archie. Yeah, um, I, I got had it. That. And I f- fucking fell in love with that and I thought it was amazing, even though I didn't understand all the references to previous issues. I always loved how there was the Archie comic and the Fleetway comic. Like, just like I just knew that there was the Fleetway comic existing across the ocean, and I was like, "That's so weird that they have their own different comic that they don't even know any about any of this Archie shit." But I guess obviously, you know, it does get across the ocean. People do find out about it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I've got one. Of, I've got like a Sonic annual that I found at a, a car boot sale a couple months ago, and it's got these amazing like live action photos of people in their really awful looking '90s Sonic mascot outfits, and they've got some of the old Fleet West stuff in there. It's great. Yeah, some of the underrated like aspects of the old comics are just the stupid like before and after the actual issue starts, like the pictures and the reviews and just the news stories. It's fun reading like '90s reviews of like Bubsy. Yes. They, they, they didn't even know what was a good video game. They basically were just guess, guessing. Yeah, they loved Bubsy when it came out, didn't they? Yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know why they really thought Bubsy was gonna be it. You know, the, the, he had a pretty big marketing push back in the day. I'd like I, I remember seeing a little Bubsy toy once, and I was like, this is, I'm gonna have to see this fucking guy around, aren't I? He's gonna get popular, but then thankfully he did not. I mean, what do you mean? He's back. He's uh, back in action. What's the new game called? It's not called that. Called Bubsy Claws and Kleiner. No, that, what the fuck is the new know, one called? Yeah. I can't remember. It's like the Bubsy Runner one. If they were going to come back and try and revive Bubsy by like embracing the meme cultureness of it, they really needed to go way harder on it. You know what I mean? Like he visits the James Terrell thing. You know what I mean? Like that's how you bring back Bubsy. They tried, but they just the game wasn't good. It just no. no. I, I thought that's what they were doing with that game, but I, I saw footage of it, and there was no self-awareness at all. They were just back making, like, cringy, bad jokes, and the gameplay was mediocre. It, like, they took nothing, and it was not self-aware in the slightest, and then they made another one that was, like, an endless runner, and it was, like, fine. They thought that cared. being self-aware was just coming back and being exactly as shitty as ever, but being like, oh, look, we know how shitty we're... No, it's like, don't be shitty. Just make something good, for fuck's sake, and then, you know, I don't know, because, yes, it doesn't... It doesn't matter how funny it is, you know, like, if, if the core game wasn't good, it, it doesn't matter how much funny meta bullshit you want to paint over it with, unless they really were willing to actually go experimental or weird with it, which, you know, I really think people are way more receptive to that kind of shit now than just some, who, who wanted, nobody wanted a generic regular Bubsy game again, you know? Oh yeah, that would have been the best comeback if, if Bubsy made a new game and that that one in 2017 was really really weird. And I would have I would have fucking talked really about good. it. I would have gone ape shit about that game if that was official. I mean, I love that game yeah. even for being a fan work, but I mean, if it was official, that would have been fucking amazing. Bubsy FPS. I'd buy it. I uh, you know we the closest we're Bubsy. ever gonna get to a Bubsy crossover was Forces, where you can design your little avatar to look kind of like him. So oh. we should just enjoy that. Oh yeah, remember when people thought that was Bubsy was gonna be the yeah. customer? Yeah, that was a hilarious meme. Like, I wish I could say I actually believed that for a split second, but even then, that no, that would have been fucking funny though. I mean, uh, that wouldn't be one of Sega's worst decisions, I guess. It wouldn't be put it past them. I, you know, compared to the Werehog, I think Bubsy bringing Bubsy back and then trying trying to redeem him would have been like noble. It would have been funny because it would have been like. Like, you can't make fun of Sonic when he's standing next to Bubsy, you know what I mean? Of course, then he would be debasing himself <laughs> by being next to Bubsy perfect. in the first place. Oh, if Sega bought the rights to, if Sega bought Accolade just so they could put <laughs> Bubsy next to Sonic and go like Sonic. You know what they, Sega should do? They should, for Sonic, they should have bought like all the expired IPs to like Acro oh, yeah. the Acrobat and all the shitty generic Sonic ripoffs from the 90s and like, like had him a game where he went to like a, br brings them all out of retirement for one last showdown or some bullshit. People would have loved that. Think about it like this. So, like, there's a Sonic story, right? And Sega buys Accolade, and the villain the whole game is Bubsy, and at the very end, you just snap Bubsy's neck, and you just straight up kill yes. Bubsy. And they buy Accolade just for that ending of the game, and then they, like, fire everyone and close the company after that. 
I really wonder how much the Bubsy IP has got to be worth, because... Uh, like, I don't know, $20 man. and a nice meal. I don't... Bubsy IP is one of those things, like, it's funny to say it's a, you would want to buy, and even it would be funny all the way up to the point where after the transaction is completed, and then now you own Bubsy, and now you own... You, you would have to own Bubsy, and you have to do things with him. The R-rated, mature... Who would we get to play Bubsy, Bubsy in the movie? Uh, Michael Sarah. It sounds like a great idea. We should buy yes, Bubsy. That just... would be a pretty good movie. Yeah, we should buy Bubsy just so we could get the character rights and do weird shit with it. Like we could have like a Bubsy YouTube channel where it's just like weird Bubsy it's not, videos. It's actually not as outlandish as you think. Here's a weird story I can tell you about a friend of mine named Aubrey who uh, God, I can't even remember how many years back this was. This was like 2015, 14. They literally bought the rights to the soundtrack of Bubsy 3D to press on vinyl and sell on vinyl. And they were trying to convince Ulalilia to do the art, the album art, but he just wouldn't fucking do it because he refused to believe that my friend had the rights to the soundtrack and it so it just never got made. But for a temporary period of time, they owned the rights to the soundtrack for Bubsy what do you mean 3D what for printing to on vinyl. I, I don't know. They left a lapse because they eventually Alilia just was like, I'm never going to do this. So they were like, fuck, that was the only reason I bought the rights was so I could get Alilia to do the album art and I could do a limited release of it. Let's say like 50,000. Do you think we could buy Accolade? Oh, of course. What are they making? Bubsy's, I don't know, man. See, Bubsy, like, did his, did, yeah. did his value go up or down after his new failed game? Because, yes, the game was a piece of shit that failed and nobody likes, but it did increase the awareness of Bubsy in the public eye, therefore yeah. technically mm. making him more valuable? Well, I, well, I don't know. Didn't Accolade go out of business, like, a long time ago and then it came back with the new Bubsy games? So mm. I'd say it'd probably be worth more. Uh, I, I don't really know the exact ownership of Bubsy. <laughs> I wish I knew the exact, like... I can make a video tracing it and all that, but uh, it's, it's, I don't, I, if I made a video about Bubsy, then I would be getting like, <laughs> make another Bubsy video comment, so I'm just going to avoid that. Hello, editing Mark here, we talked about Bubsy for like another 10 fucking minutes, I'm, I'm skipping ahead, if you want to see a Bubsy standalone video, I'll release alone the audio for that part, but for now, let's, let's, let's move on. Yeah, speaking of Sonic the Hedgehog's Twitter, to get back into that, Cybershell, what do you think about? I, there's been a lot of discourse in the Sonic fan community about uh, the the the, uh, the Twitter account and how they seem to focus more on memes than actually advertising stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm sort of like of two minds on this because I really do genuinely like Aaron Weber. He's a very nice. I know I know he doesn't run the Twitter account anymore, but uh, I think he sort of you know can be given credit for the Sonic Twitter account. You know what I mean? So I do like him. You know, I met him one time. I met him at PAX, oh. and I could have told him I'm Cybershell, and he would have known who I was, but I, I just chose not to do that. And he might be wondering why he didn't recognize my voice, but it was a convention hall, so we were basically yelling at each other to barely be able to understand each other because it was so loud. But, yeah, he's a very nice guy, and he's a very funny guy. The, the only real... I mean, I, I agree with basically everything, all your complaints about how, you know... You know, you're you're making Sonic into a meme, like by just saying, "Ah, oh, yeah, doesn't he suck, guys?" Oh, that, that's not good. But it, there's a lot of love for Sonic behind behind that from them. The only thing I just I can't get over is the sucking game grump dick. I can't get over that. It sucks. Stop giving Aaron Hansen attention, please. Whoa, I'm glad Cybershell is on our side <laughs> with Aaron Hansen here. You know, I, I recently talked to Aaron Hansen through, I think I told you guys this, but I didn't tell it on a podcast. So I, I got a cameo from, from Aaron Hansen, because like, how could I not? And I was like, hey, 
By the way, I emailed your agent about doing this specific thing that I'm working on. Now that I've got like you in DMs right now, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to get you on for a paid gig. And then I checked it the next day, and it was just seen by Aaron Hansen. I was like, oh, all right. He is very busy, though. I'm not trying to start drama. In fact, one of the only reasons I even feel remotely comfortable shit-talking him is because he's so much more famous and successful and rich than I am, and he's almost never going to hear this. And, uh, you know, like, what am I going to ruin his day because I don't like him? Yeah, exactly. Like, I was going to say, like, whatever. It doesn't really matter. And he's just, you know, I don't know. I don't even even want to get into it all, but it's kind of old hat at this point to complain about, honestly. But, yeah, it's... Just give a little more attention to someone who doesn't actually legitimately hate Sonic, please. I, I like how the attitude changed in the recent videos, though, where he, he will still bitch about everything, but at the same time will go, like, you guys don't understand. I love Sonic. I, I, I just hate everything to do with him. Yeah, you know, like, you can't hate you can't hate Aaron too much because he's not an idiot. He knows what he's doing. He knows the Sonic hate is, like, people like hearing him bitch about Sonic because, I mean, you know, I'm, I've never, I was never really a big fan of Game Grumps, but watching anyone play Sonic 06 is going to be fucking funny. Well, in traditional centrist fashion, I do have to give credit because, like, Mark, you know you've made a video on him that he's probably seen that was did pretty well. Oh, I know he's seen <laughs> I even saw that. That's, like, I think before I met you, that's, like, one of, like, two videos I'd ever that's seen. That's what most yours. people like, know me for, and I, I deeply regret it because I was so, a very like, video. So, <laughs> like... He he probably saw Ellis Mark and he was like, "Fucking that kid." No, he, he like he I'm surprised he didn't reject me. the cameo. No, he he recognized he he didn't recognize me because he was like, "Heck, I I looked up your channel because uh, of the cameo and, uh, dude, this is great. You're building a, a battleship." Was the world word he used? So I I don't think he put two and two together. <laughs> You're building a battleship. <laughs> but yeah. think about this. He was like so it's happy. A pretty weird compliment, but I kind of like it. He messaged you. He's like, "Wow, great job, dude. Keep it up." And then he's like, "Oh, I wonder if they've ever talked about me." He searched Alice Martin Game Grumps, and then he saw. The- <laughs> do you really need? Do you really need another arch nemesis? You already have Bush Hartman. Dude, I need it. Oh, fuck, there's so much I could. I there's so much Bruh. Bush Hartman stuff that I haven't told anyone. Like how about we were almost almost gonna do a collab video mm-hmm. where uh, the, the guys in the emails were like oh yeah we're super interested in that like s- send a link to your channel and i was like this is it it's all gonna happen so i sent the link and i guess they realized that one of my recent videos was making fun of him and i never got a reply <laughs> they actually watched the things on your channel when you yeah. sent it to them <laughs> cybershaw i think you yeah, should reach out to butch Damn. and ask for him to collab and then maybe we can like sneak mark into a call so we can like trick him <laughs> It's like a rat Yeah, we all know Butch is like a big Sonic the Hedgehog fan. It's going to be like to catch a predator, like you sit down, <laughs> like, we're going to make this cool video, and then you just come out, and you're like, you need to explain why your cartoons Look, are bad. I'll meet him at, at VidCon next year. I'll, I'll do something. <laughs> oh, all of Jeffrey Six just corners him into a fucking corner, and then we just... Collab with me right now. Collab <laughs> with me right now, Yes. I'm gonna be honest. I enjoy your uh, fairly odd parents content because I'm one of the fans who like I watched like the first couple seasons when it was good, and then I just completely forgot about it. You know, I stopped. That was right when I stopped watching Nickelodeon. So I was one of the people that was just insanely surprised to find out how long it went on going. Like I knew SpongeBob, and they kept that one going on forever. I did not realize how long Fairly Odd Parents went yeah, on. Yeah, me too. I I was so shocked. I thought it like ended around the time that they introduced the, the fucking the baby, but uh, yeah, I was very much upset to realize that they. They basically ruined every single character that had set up for so long. Because it was such like a character-driven show at first, but then, 
you know and and halfway through the last season they switched to flash animation which looks fucking awful ugh that's like okay so it's like i totally understand why they would milk it for so long if it's a profitable thing or whatever and i you know i i, I wouldn't blame butch hartman for wanting to have an incredibly profitable show but i, I don't know it's like I, I completely forgot about it. I sort of heard about the baby or whatever. I just thought for sure it was just on the pile of like, it hits 52 episodes. Nickelodeon's like, great, we have a great show that hit 52 episodes or whatever. Time to cancel it. And then, but no, I guess it was just over the threshold where it was making enough money. But I mean, I, I, it's still, it's like a fairly, like, people know about that show. There's fairly odd parents memes and stuff or whatever. I just had no idea, like, like I was like, I remember one day I heard about Jimmy Timmy Power Hour 3. I was like, what the fuck? Bro, you didn't know about Jimmy Timmy Power Hour 3? <laughs> I did not know about any of that You're not a real Zoomer, later. bro. You're not a I am not Zoomer. a real Zoomer, I'm sorry. I have just enough Zoomer cred because I, I did, like, I did catch the first few seasons of Fairly Odd Parents, and I did catch the first few seasons of SpongeBob when that show was great. Dude, now I'm fucking thinking about Fairly Odd Parents, and I'm fucking sad again. <laughs> I could make like fifty Honestly. more videos about the Fairly Odd Parents, but everyone's getting sick of it now. Uh, I have a question about Fairly Odd Parents, Mike. So, like, everyone has the same consensus where they're for these years, no one watched it. They're like, "Oh, I didn't really watch it," and I'm like, "Whoa, the show's not over." Everyone has that same thing. What are the ratings? Like, did uh, no, anyone th- watch that's the, the show? Surprising thing: the ratings were super good. That's what um th- the show kept getting canceled. I think Butch said the sh- show got canceled at four points, but the ratings were just too good for them to to. I think they either got the option to revive Jimmy Neutron or Fairly Odd Parents, and Nick were like, "Well, Fairly Odd Parents is doing so much better, so let's do that." And even up until like season nine, the show was getting like two million viewers an episode, which like I think two thousand nine would have been like twenty sixteen. That's that's pretty good for like cartoons then but i think halfway around when it switched to flash animation they um they aired it on nicktoons which is like the sister channel that nobody watches mm-hmm. and the ratings went down to like it was like sonic boom season two ratings where it was like point two uh yeah viewers. well that's what's gonna happen like when you push it to like a sister channel but why did they if if it was good i love that yeah i was gonna say i love that these channels have these like they have their own fucking graveyard <laughs> yeah. it's like oh look at this show people like let's put it on boomerang so nobody ever fucking watches it and it dies horribly like there's zero yeah. percent chance a zero percent chance it was gonna Disney succeed XD, on boomerang, <laughs> boomerang like, the, the shows do so i i understand if a show is feeling to put it on like the just let it die on its own but if you are because sonic boom as well was doing super well especially they didn't even give it a chance. I mean, the second season, it was like one episode and then put it on Boomerang. Again, I, I agree with you. If a show is failing, you're not obligated to air it. But I, I don't know. It's like they they put it there to kill it. They intentionally killed it. It earned at like 6 a.m. And it was still getting like in the millions of readings, which is really good. Yeah. But then, yeah, just killed Sonic Boom. Plus, obviously, you can't always measure a quality of a show based on what the fucking Nielsen ratings, a stupid little box with a journal, that fucking system they invented in 1930 before TVs were invented. Some guy was like, let's come up with the Nielsen rating system. Is that archaic? Uh, I, I know you haven't talked about it much on, on your channel, Cybershell, but what do you think about the whole Sonic Boom division they tried to have? The whole Sonic Boom thing? Well, it's kind of funny. Like, I never hated it, like, you know... Blue Arms hated it because fucking they were abundantly clear from day one. This is not Sonic the Hedgehog, the main franchise. This is a spin-off thing. It's a whole separate thing. So it never really bothered me. I mean, the game being a piece of shit obviously bothered me, but obviously, you know, there was a whole development issue, so I can't really hold it against them. Obviously the only thing anyone cares about or remembers about that whole sub-franchise 
is the cartoon. And you know what? The cartoon was pretty good, I have to admit. Yeah, it was pretty that's, great. That's my thoughts as well. It's just the thing that about Sonic Boom that gets to me, it's like, they started do. I think they started development of that like 2010, 11, right, Mark? Was that right? I think it was even earlier in terms of like concepting. Yeah, stuff. it's like, but like Sonic was in like such a good state with colors and generations and even like uh, Transformed, the racing game, did like super good for them. Dash was doing great. So it was just like, why did you like do this whole spinoff thing to create like brand confusion? Uh, yeah, I would understand if it was like Sonic 06 came out and then the next year they're like, oh, Sonic boom, we're going to reinvent everything. But no, they did it whenever Sonic was in his best place. I mean, Lost World's arguable, but... Yeah, that would have made so much more sense. Like, I, 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 they just thought that they were going to make an ass load of money off of merchandising this show. I guess they were just like, they weren't happy with the amount of money they were making off regular Sonic merchandise. They needed an entirely new revenue source of slightly no, different yeah, Sonic-looking merchandise. That, I think it was Stephen Frost was the guy behind Sonic Boom for a long time. Yeah, yeah. That there's only so many, like, Sonic figures they could make, so they wanted to have, like... And, and I guess they were still riding off the hopes that it would be like sonic x because sonic x was was massive wasn't it super big over in the u.s it was fucking huge here yeah yeah and i guess they were hoping there were a lot of kids i know that really weren't big sonic heads but they were like familiar with sonic x yeah sonic x sucks okay whoa yeah you know that's a show i didn't actually watch it that much as a kid you know i i was super hyped when it was announced and i actually downloaded a japanese <laughs> version of the first episode before it aired in the US and it had all the gunshot sound effects and it was like whoa this is cool and then it aired in the US and they replaced the gunshot sounds with like lasers like oh this is this sucks I'm not gonna watch this and then years later I eventually went back and like you know it gets pretty good in like oh, the yeah. later seasons and there are certain episodes that are good obviously they should have just had that little uh, girl in the wheel- wheelchair be the main human character I know right like there was like one episode totally where like Sonic takes her to like a valley or some shit and like it's so much better and more tolerable than fucking Chris whining like a little bitch all the time I, I just don't, do not, I like literally cannot understand their thought process designing Chris Thorndike. Let's make the least <laughs> relatable kid in the world. He's insanely rich, his parents are like movie stars and they're never around and he can just do anything he wants. He's f- friends with Sonic the Hedgehog and he's just always bored. I, I don't know, I, I, hate, I hated Chris Thorndike. <laughs> I mean, they wanted you to self-insert as him, but I didn't want to self-insert as him. I didn't want to be Chris Thorndike. I wanted to be fucking Sonic. They, they should have made Teals the the sort of self-insert, I think. Yeah, I Tails has just been fucking getting the shaft for the past, like, two decades. Yeah. He was he had a pretty... Well, he was... I mean, he got some great development in Sonic Adventure and whatever, and even in Heroes, he was good. I had no problem with that. It was only really once, uh, you know, like... Yes, he was sidelined as fucked in Unleashed. He was good because of Chip. Every time Sonic has a new sidekick, including you in Forces as his little avatar buddy, Tails has to just suck it up and just... Ugh. I, I really do not want to talk too much about it, but that scene in Forces where Tails is cowering from Chaos Zero. From Chaos Zero! Right. It doesn't like, even make any sense! Like, that scene is really bad, and, like, like trust me, I, I really hate, like, the depictions of, like, the modern characters, like, specifically now, like, all of them. But, like, Tails was still, like, a bitch back in 2008, like, in, like, that cutscene from Unleashed. Um... I forgot the name of the well, boss. Well, that's because they stopped. They, they didn't want him to. The day they gave him that yeah, fucking the... tablet. That fucking tablet. That's a good one. You, you know what? Back to Sonic X, real quick. I will say this: the Japanese, like Cybershell mentioned, like you mentioned Cyber. Uh, I don't know Cyber, Cybershell, Shell. You can call me whatever the dang hell you want, Cyber, Cybershell. Cyber is just easier to say, even though it is a very stupid name. I'm, I'm fully aware of how stupid the name Cybershell is. I came up with it when I was uh, I eleven lit. years old. Dude, dude, dude my name, dude, Cybershell is a lit name. My name is Dumbsville. You think <laughs> I care at this point? 
Cyber but anyways, he, I, uh, well, originally, I, okay, sorry, it's real, I, I came up with it on GameFAQs, it was CyberShell 13, and I, I, it took me so many years of concerted effort to be able to drop the 13. You should have added the 13, it has like a 100 Gex type vibe to it, like a hyperpop thing, where it's like... Oh yeah, now, now that's kind of coming back in the style, but trust me, there was a time where if your username had numbers in it, you looked like a complete dumbass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that I is I have no true. problem with it, I'm not insulting anyone with numbers in their username, I'm just saying for a while, it was considered to be mad cringe. Right, man. But I mean, like, back to back to what, what I was saying, uh, in defense of Sonic X, I mean, like, the Japanese version is way better. It's not like a masterpiece show. But, like, the American dub butchered a lot of the original, like, ideas and original things in the show, because 4Kids uh, is a shitty company, or was a shitty company. Yeah, it's a meme to complain about, but if you haven't seen it, go look up a video of the censorship in, like, uh, in Sonic X by four kids because they just they were insane. It's like we can't even have kids seeing the existence of a cigarette change that shit to a lollipop. It's like dude, who the fuck cares? Yeah, yeah. I, I only Christ. watched like twenty episodes of the first season of X and then I I got bored. I think it was some episodes about like teals trying to rescue some fucking giraffes in a park or something. And I got bored. <laughs> yeah, but oh uh, no, he was in, um, like in Africa, I think. Didn't in season three Shadow had this entire arc <laughs> with this girl that reminded him of Marie or something, and then that yeah. character was like completely cut out of the the English dub. Yeah, Tails gets like a green space GF. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Tails was in Cosmo. Africa dropping off fucking knuckles in his homeland. <laughs> there was this scene in that episode where he was like, uh, you stupid idiots, you don't even deserve your home. I forgot the fucking clip. I have it saved. No! Dude, man. You're I'm not. Dude, I'm going to send you really it right now. It's, it's a strange, strange show. Whoever's Dude, editing Cosmo. this, it's that check. Dude, Cosmo, you mean the number ninth girl in the top ten hottest <laughs> female Sonic characters? <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but one of my uh, one of my ideas for a shit post was just take that video and then just literally read the read it verbatim and just upload it to my channel. I've that. wanted to do that too, like for like an April Fool's video. That video is pretty legendary, I gotta say. Sonic Props to that guy. That I, can, I can never remember his Gup name. Sorry, Gup to Lady Nine. Sonic girls. We. I wanted. Guy I've always wanted to talk to hell. him. Dude, doesn't he still upload? We can get Guptil89 on the podcast, I'm positive. He has, a, <laughs> he has a Facebook. He has a Facebook, I know that. I, I would love to make an OnlyFans account and just, like, post, like, stolen Sonic porn on it until I get banned. That'd be kind of funny. I don't think you'd get banned if you called yourself, like, a Sonic porn curator. Damn, really? Uh, I'm too lazy to do that, but, eh. Well, that would also be fucking could be another, weird uh, Could shit. be another great avenue to scam <laughs> some people. It's not really a scam, that's kind of like enabling a fetish. I will say, uh, props to Super Eyepatch Wolf for attempting to talk about Sonic porn in a public video. Did he remove that or did he add like a sensor? Yeah, he had to re-upload it oh. without that part, which is so bitch. fucking funny. I, I, I don't I think it was like, it was gonna get deleted or something, I, I don't want to blame him too hard. I, I also give sh props, that's a pretty good video in general, and I also will obviously give major props to anyone who unironically gives Tails Gets Trolled a shout out. I haven't read it, I need to get into it. It's big, I mean, it's 23 chapters of 21 pages each, so that's like 400-something pages, so it's not like you can just... I mean, you can't just read it, but I mean, it's, it's you, gotta, you gotta be in the right mood for it. And like I said, I strongly recommend you can start with the videos on Ultimate Tales Gets Trolled, the YouTube channel, and then you can just move on to reading. Or you can just read the whole thing if you're just a cool guy who can handle reading a nice manga. Reading? In 2020? I'll watch the videos, thank you very much. That's the best thing about being a Sonic fan, is you're never, ever, 
ever gonna run out of stupid fan content yeah, to watch. In the the Sonic Dry trademark. There, there's infinite. It is wild how like little actual Sonic shit we've gotten in the past three years. Like it's almost reaching like Sega Saturn era level of Sonic That's is missing. That's the weird thing because um, with a series like Mario, he only has like one main game every four or so years, and it seems like Sega are trying to adopt that kind of mindset with Sonic, except. Mario at least has, you know, Mario Party, Mario Tennis. I was going to say, good in th good idea in theory. I like the idea of taking your damn time on a Sonic game. But yes, again, Mario gets, he's around. He's in Mario Kart. Everyone, he's in Smash. He's every, people see Mario. Nobody is like ever like, where's Mario? You know where Mario is. But Sonic, yeah, he really does feel like he's just going to be gone. And, you know, I feel like with Forces, it was like they wanted to make it seem like they took a long time. But they feel like they just waited like x amount of years and then just whip the game together in six months and they're like look look how long we waited between games but it's not about it's not about the time between games it's about how long you work on the game i was just gonna say it seems like instead of sega making like me and sonic games and then in between having spin-offs they would have me and sonic games and then in between they would have sort of sonic games with less or effort put in like secret rings or, or black knight or stuff in between like unleashed and 06 and uh it just seems like we're in that <laughs> time again right. no what i always thought was so peculiar like sonic has such a huge cast of characters that people are bananas for but sega is just absolutely fucking terrified of the idea of giving knuckles his yes, own game or yes, tails I his own know. game or shadows game like i mean yes technically all of those people have had games like one like they've all had one game and when the game didn't sell a trillion copies sega's like well i guess the idea of a sonic game not starring sonic is never ever ever gonna work and i'm like why why I, I think the, the the seals figures for Sonic Forces recently got shown on the the PlayStation Four, and within the three years of it being released on PlayStation, it sold about one million copies, and then it went up for free on PlayStation Plus, and it jumped up to seven million copies sold. So it is one well, of yeah, the best. Obviously, Sonic it's games fucking now. free. But Why I'm, wouldn't you get it? But that's the thing. Sega still gets paid a portion for that, so they got rewarded for their low effort game. What do you think, like, this... I don't want to, like, speculate on, like, stupid shit. Like, oh, do you think it's going to be SA3 or is it going to be Shadow? But, like, what kind of tone, like, after, like, Mania doing really well, but them obviously having to go forward and do, like, a new 3D modern game, like, what do you think the style will be for, like, this new one? They're not going to, like, just come out and say, hey, guys, Forces sucked. We fucked up and it was a big piece of shit. They're obviously going to pretend like it was, you know, good and successful, so... I don't think we're going to see like a too much of a whiplash in the opposite direction, but I, I don't know. I really, really, really em need to emphasize how much I want them to take their time. I would prefer Sonic be gone for even more years if it takes them to make a good game, you know. But uh, I, I really would be totally okay with it not being a boost game. I, 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 I re realize the appeal of boost games, and I'm not trying to shit on them, but we've had boost games for like a decade now. It's time. We've had the boost era of Sonic now it's time for something new, or if this if that's reimagining the adventure thing, or or something even differenter than that, that's fine by me. Again, they're just so terrified. Like they tried something new with Lost World, and it fucked up, and they failed horribly because they weren't really trying anything new. They were just aping Mario Galaxy, but I don't know. And they now they're terrified of trying new things, or which is so stupid. I want Lost them to sell such Sonic. a good idea. Lost World had such weird influences, like they they were influenced by Alice in Wonderland and shit like that. Mm -hmm. they, they never directly mentioned Mario Galaxy, but that. And then you play the You know game. damn well. They didn't need to. It's well. anyone who looks at it yeah. can just see. It's like I, I don't even like to be like there there are legitimate interesting things in Lost World. Like the idea of the parkour mechanic is nice. I don't think it was ever used in an interesting or good way really, but 
the idea of Sonic being able to like, run on walls like that is pretty cool. I mean, I guess they sort of had that in Heroes. I guess that was um, sort of a thing in Heroes even a little bit. in, like, Adventure. I know in, like, Emerald Coaster and Speed Highway. Yeah, there were a couple areas, just a, a few areas. It's a very cool thing to be running on the wall, so you'd think they would have had that, like, be featured more rather than just in these incredibly, like, segregated, obvious sets, right. like, no, no, set mean, pieces um, and scripted I mean, events, like, you know? In, in Speed Highway, when you start off and there's, like, the two buildings to your left and right, and then you just run on... If you run on those buildings, then like spin dash and jump, Sonic will run at like the incline straight, like directly up at a 180 degree angle. Yeah, I, I love the way Sonic controls in the adventure. I think the Sonic in the adventure games is basically perfect. They just needed to design better levels. Right, yeah. Um, and again, I don't, like ha I don't hate worse. the levels in the adventure games, but they really are not perfect. Again, I mean, I think I think it was probably like the beta version of Windy Valley was just so oh, much more yeah. interesting and focused on like slopes and ramps. It really like. See that was that's my that is my main problem with Sonic Adventure Two is instead of like do, like going back and actually taking the time to flesh that kind of gameplay out, they just doubled down on linear scripted set pieces and boost pads that choke the life out of the franchise, basically. Right, and like going back to Lost World, like I really like the parkour in Lost World at like some points, like but it's like what you said, like with level design, like they just have to get the level design right in order for it to work, and it just like. It didn't flow 100% right, but there was so much potential in that. But they were just like, nah, fuck it, let's just go back to boost, but make it worse. I think worse. Izuka said he spent, that the team on Lost World spent so much time just on the level one. And and it's so weird, because the, the first level of, of Lost World is like, yeah, this is this is pretty decent, but then it just completely it takes a nosedive, man. Yeah. They really were trying to quote unquote go back to basics in a lot of ways, because that's exactly what they did for Sonic 1. They spent ages and ages and ages on Green Hill Zone, making sure that would be fun, since that was the level you're going to be replaying the most, but then the rest of the game wasn't quite up to snuff. And there's so many weird elements from Sonic 1 that they were just like like so weirdly insistent on having in uh, Lost World, like the like the capsules and the little insistent on the little animals. Like at least Cucky got to make a little comeback, but other than that, it was not much, and it's so weird. Like there were some, a few, legitimately good, interesting things in uh, Lost World, but for some reason they, because it was, you know, it was a piece of shit. They were like, let's just throw it all out, throw out the baby with a bathwater. Oh wait, let's save this one thing that nobody wants called Zabbit. Right. Let's keep yeah. Around. I mean, they also kept the engine because Sonic Forces is very obviously just <laughs> them taking the the Sonic Lost World engine and going like, I only like make him boost. Um, so right. you basically just play. Uh, in Forces, you're basically just playing as a recolored Supersonic from Lost World. Yeah, they didn't... They didn't. Boost should have been this, like, thing where they started with, uh, you know, uh, fuck, Unleashed, and then it gets better and better as they iterate on it more in colors, which is an okay game with way, 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 way too much 2D bullshit. And, uh, you know, Generations, which was, like, approaching, they were starting to perfect the boost thing, but then they basically threw it all in the trash to try something new with Lost World, and then they couldn't just go back to being at the peak of the boost game. They like had to re-figure out how to, and we can't, I, I, it's so, I can't deal with them figuring out how to make a boost game at this point, just move on. And again, I don't, I don't hate boost gameplay, it's just, it's, it's a little played out. The adventure game, like it, like people, it's become a meme at this point, it's like, Sonic fans are like, oh, so picky, but it's like, it really is such a good style and it can work for like the rest of the franchise's like video game, like life, it, it can work. But it's just they choose not to do it and not... And there's so much potential. I feel like right, Generations yeah. sort of almost perfected boost gameplay, but I don't think the adventure stuff has been perfected at all yet. I agree. It's like, it's so funny because like Sonic 06 happened and they were especially cognizant of the fact that Sonic 06 was a piece of shit. So they were like, we will just never, ever, 
ever make a game that's even remotely like Sonic 06 again, just so that won't happen again. But it's like such a bad idea that they do not. Yeah, that's they're literally like deliberately, willfully not understanding what made Sonic 06 bad, just so they can never have to think about it again. I I don't know what they're doing. I'm not pretending I know what they think, but just the idea of just controlling Sonic normally in a 3D environment, like that's all I want. Right. You can't just walk around a boost environment. Just walking around is a nightmare. Boosting feels great, but walking around and exploring and jumping and platforming is pretty dog shit. Like, there's some points, like, I wouldn't call it exploration, but in, like, Seaside Hill for generations, there's like, so there are, like, these multiple... Yeah. yeah, it's, like, super... Like, they are different pathways, and it is fun to, like, go through. That's a great level, and that was a great use of water, like, because oh, yeah. you can boost on top of it, and, like, it's it's not just a bottomless void, but it is a bottomless void. I don't know. It's sort of weird, but, yeah, that was a great, great level. One of the best le- best levels in Generation, definitely Seaside Hill. Okay, so straight up, if this next Sonic game sucks, I'm, like, done with Sonic. How do you feel about that? Like, how are you on there? I'm, I'm too far... No. I'm not... I'm... I'm never going to be able to be done with Sonic because I'm a Sonic guy, so I'm going to be stuck with this series forever. I, but I'm I'm basically willing to like mentally check out from giving a fuck about the main series. I'll always love Sonic for games like Mania and the fans and the fan games and everything. Like I'll never like fully check out of the franchise. But yeah, I'm very close to if they if they completely fuck up the next mainline Sonic game, I I just I do not. I'm just officially going to stop caring about when anything Sonic Team ever does even again. If it's good for me. It's like I don't even want like. If, if, if that came out with a game on Generations Quality where it's like, this is really good, but it's it's like two hours long and we waited four years, I don't even know if I can take that. Yeah, I, I don't... I think The thing the thing about Forces is it is not bad. Like, it's not Sonic 06 bad. It is just thoroughly, painfully mediocre. And I can't take another mediocre game. And I you're right, I can't take another good game that's 7 out of 10 good, but I don't love it. I want another Sonic game that's a main series Sonic game that I actually love. Like, I did, I did love Generations. That was a good game. That's probably the last Sonic mainline Sonic game I actually loved. I just want another adventure. Something with like some yeah. substance and like I would be more than happy to get Sonic Adventure 3. Yeah, I just want a good Sonic game and I can't I can't complain too much cuz I I I basically was like the guy who was crying and complaining and demanding Mania exist and then Mania existed. So I basically got everything I ever wanted. So now I should just shut up, right? <laughs> no, no because they should get get that what's it called? Evening Star. Evening Let star. them make more now. You hit lightning in a bottle. Try, try it again. It is so weird. Like you, like Mania. Mania. I, th- I think I haven't really done like a super deep dive into the sales figures. But as far as I can tell, Mania was an unbridled, complete, and utter critical commercial success mm-hmm. in every single way. Why the fuck wouldn't you demand that they make like a sequel? And I, you know, the best yeah. part about a, a Mania sequel is we could get a real. Mania sequel that's like, I've heard, I would be okay if it was reusing zones again, although I prefer it to be at like a four reuse to eight new level type ratio, but I would love to see them make all brand new zones, all brand new everything from the ground up, you know what I mean? Even maybe a brand new playable character, who knows? They should just buy Evening Star and be like, yo, you guys make Sonic Mania games for like now on for the rest of your life. That's what they should do. Like I said in the little my little video, like they're called Evening Star. That name is technically a little Sonic reference. I'm optimistic they might want to be doing more type sonic things although if they don't i'm not gonna like be mad at them and i'm still gonna check out whatever they do next but god i would really like another sonic mania yes i'm kind of concerned because the the weird thing was we went from sonic lost world until sonic forces that was like 2013 to 2017 that was four years without any mainline sonic game and then they just dropped two in the same year 
I don't know. Yeah. It was so... I will never get over, like... I'm, I'm, I, The Sonic Forces didn't, like, ruin my day, or it didn't make me so upset. Like, it made me a little sad, but it, like... It didn't really detract from how much I enjoyed Mania, but I really wish we could have had that little that little period of time when Mania was the newest Sonic game and it was incredibly well reviewed. Was a very nice time to yeah, be a Sonic and, fan. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't know because we haven't. I feel like if Christian Whitehead were working on another Sonic game, we would have gotten an announcement by now. But I really hope they don't just. Why would announce... they, yeah, exactly. Why would they keep it so secret? I would love. Oh my god, I would love for them to just announce it and be like, "It's out in a few months, like six months." Yeah, I would they love did that, for that with to fucking be the case. Crash Forward, uh, the new Paper Mario. Why does Sega? Because Sega have this like weird fixation on throwing a big, fucking special yeah. event party to announce their their new game. Yeah, they're like, we're like, we have, we have to have a game out on Sonic's 25th anniversary. We have to have it out this year, or else it's like, wouldn't it be better to just make a good game first and then obsess over what fucking year it comes out in later? I mean, yes, I know you have to, like, they have, like, deadlines. We have to make money for fucking the holiday season or whatever. I'm not a complete idiot. I know you can't just take a million years making one game, but, ugh, you know. You know how it is. Forces, Forces and Mania didn't even come out in the 25th anniversary, though. The only 25th anniversary game we got was uh, Fire and Ice. Yeah, I, I guess I was really I was really thinking of Sonic 06. That was the game that was rushed to meet a anniversary deadline, and that was, as we can see... God, it's crazy. Like so Sonic really will never recover from Sonic 06. Even if Sonic the next, if Sonic ever is a good mainline Sonic game, it's just gonna be compared to Sonic 06. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't know. I'm not bitter about it in the sense like I don't know. And you know, Sonic 06 is one of those weird things where it's like it really is like the room of video games. It's not insanely boring, and I mean, it's tedious to play, and it's pretty boring to play. I'm not gonna defend the gameplay, but like it's very entertaining. It's, think about. How many, literally, literally millions of hours of pure joy and entertainment Sonic 06 has brought to people via, oh, like, Game game yeah. Grumps playthroughs and all this stupid shit? Compare that to any mediocre game. Nobody is even enjoying ripping on Sonic Forces. Not not that I'm saying Sonic 06 was good or good for the franchise, right. but, like, I, I don't know. I almost would prefer another 06 over another Forces at this like, point. Like, what you were talking about, like, with rushing, it's, like, such a weird situation with both the 20th and the 25th, because... They rushed the hell out of generations to get that out for, like, 2011. Like, it was super rushed. But, like, it, it turned out really good. But then you have, like, Forces and Mania. And, and the funny thing is, is, like, Fire and Ice was supposed to be in 2015, but then it got delayed to 2016 for the, uh, which was the year of the 25th anniversary. But then they held the party where they announced Mania and Forces for the following year. So, technically, there wasn't going to be a single game that came out in 2016 for the 25th anniversary which is interesting and, and that, that's um something i want to bring up too do you think they're gonna actually because i'm starting to go to the point where i don't think they're gonna release any game on the 30th anniversary i don't either I'm they're holding a party next summer they're not gonna release a game i wouldn't be surprised if they didn't and they don't even have to like worry about like not not not, not that they feel corporate guilt but like they don't have to worry about looking back because they can just be like oh come on we had covid you know we threw everything off of a whack we, we you know Nobody's gonna be like mad at them for missing a Sonic game on the anniversary. Right, you know right. what I mean? Sonic fans will definitely. Get at least, at least I'm not going to be. Well, I mean, I would love for them to release a great Sonic game next year. I would really, really like that. But I think they will. We'll see. I think they will. I, I don't trust them. I feel like they should at least, at least release some sort of fucking side game, like that's something what, for God's sake. Something that isn't Mario and Sonic in the Olympics. Earlier with the piercing, it's like why release two games in one year? Like space that shit right. out. That was so. Strange. I'll never understand why they had to come out so close. Even I, even the same year isn't that bad, but it was like within three fucking months or something. It was like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah the Mania came out in August, and then Forces was like November, I think. 
Yeah. I guess in sort of in their defense, they were trying to do the thing where mania leads into forces, which is like makes me cringe when I think about it, but it's easy to ignore because you can just pretend <laughs> that he goes through the portal and then he ends up in the mania plus or the encore mode playthrough, you know what I mean? Because he comes out of a portal at the start of that run, you can just pretend that forces never happened. I don't know. It, the easy solution, it's so simple and it's such like bene- it's so beneficial. Have mania come out in 2017 and spend like like some extra months on forces and release it like the next like holiday season so maybe it's a bit more polished and there's more content in there you know i i don't think that would have saved forces forces like the biggest problem with forces for me was the level design and like the piecing oh yeah it's fundamentally flawed yeah more time yeah yeah just like no i meant like just like an extra year from like the ground up so maybe they could have rethought some shit and be like huh maybe this sucks i don't know all the best like, ideas for forces were scrapped before they started like actually developing the game like the whole green hill concept art they had they actually had some cool concept art for that game which is like yeah because like forces on paper the idea of sonic forces on paper is actually oh, yeah. pretty good but they just completely forces fucked it up sounds like the finale <laughs> to the the fucking series where it's like Eggman finally took over the world and I, I hate it because they can never go back to that idea because they've already fucking squandered yeah it. it'll always remind me of Sonic Forces you know and you know it's fucked up because they probably like had that idea they probably like planned Sonic Forces and were so happy and they just gave themselves such a nice like ass pat they're like stopped doing work for the rest of the entire development cycle it was like they had this awesome concept art for like Green Hill and it was like a bunch of robots and like the uh, the loop-de-loops were all like chained up and shit there was a giant cobweb in one of the loop-de-loops. I yeah, that it was, was really so cute cool. Touch. Yeah, that was a really And then they're cool like, nah, fuck it. Art. Let's make it, like, dust and, and shit. How about <laughs> Sand Hill Zone? I, I, I 100% think that's because, oh, fuck, we don't have enough budget for a prison. Let's just take some Lost World Desert Ruins assets and drop it in. Literally, yeah, just reusing assets. Like, I, it feels like I shouldn't be saying that because it's like, but they literally were just reusing assets. Like, oh, we have all this, you know, it's, it's not like they, it's exactly the same generations as, uh, or... It, the same green hill zone as generations but it's like clearly reused that would have made, they assets, made that, like work completely reusing assets if the the story was instead like oh no eggman's fucking with the timelines again and all these past sonic stuff is like merging into one timeline so all this yeah and just actually realize that artistic vision of giving me like a conquered green hill that could have actually yeah. been interesting not whatever they did and I don't know, man, Death Egg again was really made me roll my eyes. It was not yeah. the most creative interpretation of the Death Egg. Forces was just... Ugh. Plus, how do you care about anything when everything is just a stupid Phantom Ruby illusion? Like, oh no, it's the sun, the sun's gonna blow. I don't give a fuck, it's just a fucking illusion. So I know it's hot or whatever, but I know they're not gonna die. I don't know. It was a very lackluster finale on top of everything else. And I'll, the one thing, the one thing I'll never, I will never get over is you beat Infinite for the last time. And he just fucks off. There's no resolution. There's no finale. There's nothing. He just fucks <laughs> he just off fucks because up. they were so proud of this character. They thought for sure they're going to be bringing him back in future games. So they didn't want to like you know mask off, reveal, kill him or whatever. But we're never. I hope we never see him again. I don't even want to hate him. His stupid edgy theme is so funny. But like you know, his his cringe backstory is. I'm not weak. Bleh. I don't know, man. It's a. I thought. That, I just everyone everyone thought they had a little bit more self awareness, like they were leaning into the DeviantArt OC silliness of it all. But they really thought they really thought they were making something cool. I think I think the issue is they thought they're making something cool, but the writing is just fucking dog shit. Like you just mentioned the whole "I am not weak" thing. Like it just the story feels rushed. The the game is rushed. It's fucking 
if they just wrote a good story, like it a wasn't decent rushed, human though. being. They had four years to make it. It couldn't have been rushed. It was just pure incompetence. Well, I mean, they had a new engine, so they must have like spent like three years on the no, engine. No, they did not. That was a lie. Um, Azuka said in an interview or something along the lines of, I think it was closer to one year on the engine. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what it... It's just so funny. Look back, look back to Sonic Unleashed and how fucking hard they worked on that Hedgehog engine. How much like they talked about it and how much they demoed it and how proud they were of that little engine. You know what? Sonic Unleashed is still fucking beautiful to this day. In fact, Sonic Unleashed looks better than Sonic Forces, which doesn't even make <laughs> any fucking sense. And it can, like, 06 is such a huge fucking game that came out in 2006, and Unleashed is a huge fucking game, and it came out the the following year after 06. So it's like... I, do, I have a lot of... I have a lot of problems with Unleashed, Werehog, and all right. that, but it was such a solid course correction from 06 that you could, I can't like, feel help the but, effort like, in be it, yeah. impressed by it. You could feel that they sold. They like they really cared about making these interesting environments and the Pixar humans. They were like, oh man, maybe let's actually try to make the humans sort of blend into the world a little bit more. I don't know. Even Chip, who I kind of don't think is the greatest character of all time, I kind of liked him by the end. He turned into a weird golem, and thankfully he's gone they forever. Tried so to never give him to like see a character again. arc, or like that, I I hate how the characters are in the new games. They're just all stereotypes. Yeah, I hate. Okay, God, it's like it's one thing. I understand Sonic has never been like super edgy but when he was literally literally unironically saying this is the power of friendship in the newest game i wanted to fucking puke it was disgusting <laughs> he says something like what what brings us together are heart soul and the bonds of friendship it's, it. <laughs> yeah it seemed like they were trying to go like oh people like the adventure stuff with ryan drummond and he he liked teamwork so so let's do that and then they just missed the boy completely because they're higher incompetent writers yeah, Drummond had such a great voice. He just had no, almost non-existent voice direction, so I feel bad for the guy. But he did. I really did like his voice. And I don't hate any of the new voice actors or whatever, but I will always be a Drummond guy just because, I don't know, I just liked his voice. It was Sonic's voice. I, I love Jason, personally. I, I think the Jason games are like the the later ones, at least, are the best written. I, I never was like, I never cared. I never was one of those Sonic fans who got really heated about it, but I wasn't super into it at first just because it was different. But by the end, yeah, he absolutely yeah, came into then, it. Because that's the thing. They always do that. Whenever the, the voice actor finally starts like perfecting the role, they're like, eh, throw it out. Get someone new. Get the pizza hot guy. You know what bothered me so much about Forces was like the idea of an avatar. Again, whether you can like it or not, it certainly was a, you know, it made sense. And, uh, I like the sort of like the idea of like joining the resistance, but I wanted to like start off as a nobody and like work my way up and like, oh wow, I actually got to talk to Knuckles. Not like day one, I'm in the inner circle. Day two, I'm Sonic's best friend. <laughs> yeah. Day three, Sonic literally cannot stop sucking my fucking dick about how great I am. Like it didn't, it didn't feel earned or anything. So, like, someone was, made a really good whatever, video. I, I don't remember what it was, but they were like, "Yeah, Sonic Forces should have had a hub world that you could walk around and see like the resistance grow over the course of like uh, as you beat more levels and rescue more people." Like the world was so like it was like felt like it was made of cardboard. There was nothing. The ma there was just this shitty map screen with it was completely intangible. This percentage that I had no connection to. Right. Ooh, is the Eggman is this percent control of the world. Like I don't care. Doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> I, I've said this like ever since I think Lost World. I started to like really feel this way. I've I've always said that the new Sonic games feel like Saturday morning cartoons that air on like Boomerang at five a.m. in the morning. Like that's what it feels like to me. And that worked for colors because it was like a breath of fresh air. But 
Yeah, again, I, I, yeah, like I said, I really do have a lot of issues with color, but again, it was coarse correction from the insane melodrama of 06, so I didn't mind, I didn't mind there was a little too far in the little baldy Mignosa. You know what? Colors has a lot of bad, 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 cringy jokes, but it has also some of those really funny shit like the Eggman announcements, so I really can't hate it too much, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The writing really never recovered. Who do you want to see? Do you want to see, like, Ian Flynn take over, like, a specific writer? Because, like, obviously you hate the new fucking writers. I, yeah, okay, first of all, I mean, I, I'm, four colors, they were great. They did a fine enough job. I just don't understand why Sega is insistent that these two fucking guys are the only people who are ever allowed to write the English localization for Sonic. Like, oh, and why? I, why? Yeah. why are they the only That's people? Not, they're, not, they're not even fully credited for colors. I think, uh, what was the name ken pontak and warren graf they came in like in the middle of colors development so they already had like the ground working all set for them i think they just helped with like additional dialogue was their role in that game they just as i i, I have no idea i have no insight into the writing process but from what i can tell it seems like they just take the japanese script which is very literal and you know boring if you directly translated it and they saturday morning cartoonerize it or whatever you know what yeah. i mean which, again, is so strange. They hired the exact same Saturday morning cartoonerized guys for the fucking Forces game, which was literally... I'm not the kind of guy who complains about false advertisement because people, like, nerds, don't literally don't understand what that means, and they're like, we should, we should sue this company for false advertisement for no reason. But, like, I literally felt like I was lied to with Forces. Like, they showed me chaos in the advertisements. You do not fight him one time. Like, I don't understand. I was, I was baited into buying the game under false pretenses. I agree. So who would you like to see write, like, a Sonic game? Like, uh, Me. Let me write yeah, the next Sonic game. I, I think fans could do a better job, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, again, I haven't, I actually, again, I, I feel a little bad saying this. I really haven't read almost any of the end of Archie, and I've also read very little IDW, so I'm really not in position to give Ian Flynn any sort of meaningful critique, and I know he has a lot of critics out there who would be very upset if he took over the games, but... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the writing games, especially if it comes down to Ian Flynn or Pontac and Grab. Like, no. Obviously, I would want Ian Flynn in that situation, yes. And I think he could do a good job. Like, if he was writing Forces, it would have been better. Just because even if you don't like the IDW comic, the IDW comic's interpretation of Forces, the events of Forces, is better than what well, happened in Forces. Ian Flynn is, which not, is like, whether sad. you like his writing or not, you can tell it's being written by a fan, rather than, like, Ken Pontac and Warren Graff have literally admitted that they look at Wikipedia articles and do not like Sonic games. Yeah. Yeah, like Ken Penders, exactly. He was a guy who did not give a fuck about Sonic, which isn't necessarily mean you can't write a good Sonic story. I'm not saying that. That doesn't. That's not true at all. You could hire plenty of great freelance, you know, authors to come work on Sonic. But it's someone who just genuinely did not give a fuck about the games at all. When his job is to be writing comics about the games, and then it's like, like people yeah, should so be lining like, up. Like I don't know. People should be like lining up around the block to write Sonic, and it's just like you hand it to like these two people who have like no recollection or care about this character or franchise whatsoever it's like how do you land on them there are like plenty of like well-respected writers and people out there who like like why why wasn't a patrick casey or josh miller like the people who got hired or something like that because that has way more respect for like the character than anything that has come out like the past 10 years well, Sega's finally willing to lean on the fans for making games like Christian Whitehead and stuff. I mean, I, I mean, it's probably a little optimistic, but maybe they'd be considering willing to start reaching out to the fans to do some more writing. Like, I don't know, say what you want about Aaron Weber, meme master himself, but him infiltrating Sega, maybe having someone who at least understands Sonic at all working for it, working for the Sonic team or, or just, you know... 
maybe I don't know again. I know he's he's gonna get to decide the writers now, but I, I don't know. Just the the more younger, cooler people who get to start eventually growing up and working for Sega, maybe we can wrestle the hands of this franchise out of some geriatric Japanese businessman who literally don't haven't understood what has been cool since 1991. It's so weird that like the people behind the movie and even like the actors like Jim Carrey understand the characters in Sonic better than than Se- I was watching an interview today with um uh, Jeff Fowler. And he knows so fucking much about Sonic that I wasn't expecting. He knows about, like, the fighters' characters. He knows about Storm the fucking Albatross and shit like that. It's like, <laughs> how does he know more? And, and then Jim Carrey, like, perfectly describes Eggman's character, like, better than any. It is funny. When they first announced Jim Carrey's Eggman, I was like, oh, this sucks. Because, you know, I, 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 I like Jim Carrey, but I kind of wanted to have a Sonic movie with Eggman and with Robotnik. And Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey. He's not Eggman or Robotnik. And, you know, that's still kind of true, but... Yeah, he, I liked I liked his take on the character. He was funny. He did a good job. I actually kind of laughed at some of the stuff he did. And then even by the end, they gave him the right look. So I really didn't have too much to complain He's about. He did to a do great his own job thing with it. Whereas like something like forces isn't trying to do its own thing. It's trying it's to so strange. Else that's worked in the past. The Sonic move. The Sonic's origin story is like one of the least touched upon elements in this entire franchise, which is kind of makes it. Which I thought was kind of cool actually. That even though it, yes, in a lot of ways, the Sonic movie is just a generic alien comes to earth and learns the power of friendship blah 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 type movie that you could have swapped sonic out with any just blue fast alien and it would have been basically the same movie but you know there were enough little elements little references little things in the movie i wonder how much of that shit was added by tyson hess you know like because he mentioned it wasn't just the redesign he had for the knuckles type or the echidnas otherwise it was all gonna be out the owl the owls and the lizard people i think was originally gonna be the bad guys who tried to capture sonic like, I originally thought the owl mama thing was really weird, but, you know, I sort of just got I used still to it think really it's quickly. Weird. I, I, I was never a big fan. It, it, it is really weird. I mean, you know, it's so weird, but it also almost makes sense because there's, like, weird owl iconography in, like, Labyrinth Zone in Sonic 1 and stuff. Like, it's, it's not even owls exactly. It's weird, like, avian faces in the... I don't know. It's, like, it almost sort of has, like, a basis in the games, That's but not, not really. That's not out of the ordinary it, it for is, Sonic I, I, I was, parental figures and stuff. It, it wasn't that weird. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it, I just sort of got used to it. Even Baby Sonic, I, I thought that was really weird when I first saw it, but I sort of just got used to it, and then he grew up pretty fast, so I was I was okay with it. Speaking of the I, movie, like, what are, are your, like, thoughts on the movie? Because we haven't touched on that, I don't think. Like, what did you think of it? Yeah, I was very much doom and gloom, like, when they announced that first trailer. I was like, yep, just going to be yet another series in the long history of embarrassing Sonic events. There's 06, and then there's Boom, and then there's going to be the movie, and then there's going to be something else in 2025, and it'll just be never-ending. String of embarrassments, and you know what? When they announced the redesign, I was like, wow, that looks a lot better, but this movie is still going to be a huge piece of shit, so who gives a fuck? And then it came out, and everyone was like, hey, this isn't a huge piece of shit. And I watched it, and it was not a huge piece of shit. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. It wasn't my exact perfect idea of how I would have done a Sonic movie and how I would have done it. But, you know, a lot of the choices that I don't... Like, I would have ideally preferred to see an entire movie in Green Hill in the whole Sonic universe. But that would be way more expensive to make. And, you know, Joe Normie wants to see a human being on screen because that's who he can emotionally connect to. And, uh, yeah, what's-his-face Cyclops did a pretty good job. I actually liked him. He's way better than Chris Thorndike. And, uh, yeah, it was a good movie. I liked it. It was perfect. But I, I'm very optimistic about Sonic 2, the movie. Yeah, the funny thing is, is, like, James Marsden's character was originally supposed to be Paul Rudd, like Ant-Man and shit. Um, and, like, after, like, rewatching and, like, learning that information, it's so clearly written with Paul Rudd in mind. 
like just like the way james marsden act, it's like it probably doesn't like you probably don't care about this any of you but it just like no, I can I can absolutely see it as Paul Rudd. I like Paul Rudd. His even though his finest work is by far the Celery Man's yeah. gift from Tim and Eric. It's just it, that's just like a touch I saw. It's just like James Marsden really did like emulate Paul Rudd very perfectly. He he definitely was being a little Paul Ruddy. I can absolutely yeah. see what you mean there. But I think he did a good job. Yeah. Like, he was a good job. I, I liked it. You know, one very stupid complaint I have, which again, I totally understand why they did it this way, but they waited until like two thirds of the way through the fucking movie to give him his iconic red shoes. Every scene he didn't have his red shoes, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is he getting those goddamn red shoes? And yeah, the scene where the little girl gave him the shoes was actually really cute, and I liked the scene, and I totally get why it had to be that that point in the movie. I just wish he had his red shoes earlier. That's my only real complaint with the movie. Sonic shoes are red. What? Uh, the I mean, so Sonic had his his attitude, like his his character. He came off as very sort of young and like a little bit annoying. Like, but you know, they like they did a good job explaining it. They showed it. it. He had to live in secret. He was like he's actually a character this time, and not things. some archetype. He was trying to be cool. Yeah, yeah, he felt like a real character. Sonic in the modern game, Sonic Force, he does not feel like a real character. He feels like fucking Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think like the sequel's gonna be more Sonic-y? Like, oh, let's go to Chemical Plant or let's go fucking. Ah, I would like I would like if it was more Sonicy. I hope that Jim Carrey keeps his Eggman design. Although I wouldn't be surprised if he sort of you know scales it back like two minutes into the movie. But um, yeah, you know, Billy had tails show up in the post thing, so that's sort of like hinting like yes, we're gonna go more Sonicy for the next one. Uh, do you, um do you think here's my question for you? Do you think that they will just be just Sonic and tails and then like a big. Eggman Robotnik type story. Oh, by the way, just hearing the name Robotnik makes me happy. So yeah. every time they said Robotnik and not Eggman made me happy. <laughs> Which you know, it, it Robotnik. I'm I I so don't care. I'm so on board with the name Eggman. But like Eggman does not sound remotely right. threatening right. or intimidating or like a villain's name at all. Robotnik is just so much more intimidating, and it's a really good name. Whoever I used to know this, but whoever came up with that, uh, whoever localized I'm, Eggman I'm, into Robotnik, that was a good decision. Because like halfway through, he starts using Eggman as like an insult, like in Sonic Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they used it as a cute little nickname. When Sonic first called what's his face Donut Lord, I was like, that's a little funny. And then he called him Donut Lord again, and I was like, no, that's cringe. Stop saying that. But then. They sort of tied it in with Eggman. Uh, oh, that's like his little nickname thing. And then I got it. It made sense. I would have liked if Eggman's robots were a little more badnicky and a little less generic robot-y. But I feel like maybe they were setting up like this is how he was before he met Sonic. And now in the next movie, he'll have all sorts of weird. Like I would love, I would love if they just made some sort of shitty adaptation of the Sonic OVA with Metal Sonic or something. Oh, I don't you know want what I mean? That. Oh, I was gonna ask. Do you guys? I will. Do you think we're gonna see Knuckles? I think. I think or not. No. No Knuckles. I think Knuckles will be in it. I think they might be saving Knuckles for three or like. I, I at least think we're gonna see. Cause I don't think Sonic the entirety of like the Sonic movie two marketing can rely on. It's the same thing, but there's teals this time. I think if they at least have like Metal Sonic. Yeah, Knuckles. Yeah, Metal Sonic would be a good hook, a good like normie hook or whatever. Metal Sonic, and he has a great design. They wouldn't have to change much about Metal Sonic design to make him congruent right. with the uh, movie version. Metal Sonic is so fucking cool kids love him everyone loves metal sonic they should definitely do metal Sonic. it doesn't have to be the same as sonic ova yeah. but i would be like to see metal sonic i think it's gonna be and or knuckles in metal sonic like that's what i think i think knuckles will be in there in some capacity he might not be like the main villain or like like a opposing rival but he'll like if if that's not the case then he'll definitely be like a post-credit scene for sure I agree. Yeah, like, are they, if, if they bring in Knuckles, are they going to do the Sonic 3 thing and make him have Eggman trick him and have a whole movie where they're fighting together? That would be kind of fun I to see that with, that with actual dialogue and, you know, like, like to see Sonic 3. Not 
not literally an adaptation of Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but like a, just taking elements from that. That would be fun. I could see that. I'm wondering, you know, if they bring in Knuckles, if they bring in Knuckles, yeah, I agree. It'll probably be either they bring in Knuckles or Metal Sonic. It, I guess they could do both, but it would be a little bit much. I'm wondering if whenever we'll see Amy. I, I, don't, I don't know. think they will do Maybe, Amy. See, you think Amy would make sense. I don't think so either, but, it, you know, just I, marketing. I think Wouldn't they you will want to pull up Sonic like, to sell the whole feminism thing with Amy. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like a girl yeah. character? Uh, something with girl? If they get to know. Sonic's, like, if they do, like, the whole thing of, like, sp- Spy Sonic, uh, you gotta go back to your home world now. I'm sorry, little guy. I think Amy will be there, and I think you'll see, like, a plethora of, like, well-known Sonic Oh, characters. I-, I could see that. Like, it's, like, an end of the movie, like, Air Buds. I could see that, like, 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 like Sonic's just chilling in the home his home world, and then it turns out Egg- Robotnik, I see, I don't even know what to call him, I call him Robotnik, uh, has taken over a Green Hill Zone and then he has to go back. That would be a good reason for him to go back. And then also, yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with him either going back or staying and living in fucking whatever, Montana or whatever the I fuck the state it was. Sonic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that would be so weird if we didn't, right? Even though they kind of, like, had... See, that was one thing I originally... My, it started triggering a little bit of the Chris Chance. I mean, this blue Sonic energy. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this blue Sonic energy bullshit? You can get one quill of Sonic's thing and suddenly you can... Unlimited like, power, yeah. Then I was like, whatever. The, then I... Uh, so then I was like, whatever, it doesn't matter. They just... They didn't have time to introduce the Chaos Emeralds in this movie. They just needed to give some sort of energy source for Jim Carrey to have a Robotnik. You know, I, I, I totally don't mind it. It's fine. I have no problem with the quill. But I would like to see the stupid blue energy thing get superseded by the Chaos Emeralds and Super so Sonic. So you think there's, there's gonna be why the chaos. Sonic is so powerful. Chaos Emeralds are so memeable. They could connect Sorry, Sonic to the Chaos Emeralds by saying he has some form of, like, Chaos Emeralds. Yes, just just say it's chaos power or something. Yes, exactly. It's not even hard to do. And uh, chaos emeralds are highly memeable. They're not stupid. They know memes and toys. Like, I'm not trying to be completely cynical, but like, what would make the best merchandise is kind of an angle you might want to mm-hmm. think about if you're trying to predict what would be in the Sonic movie. I'm going to be completely so, honest. I think chaos emeralds are cool. I'm going to be like completely honest. Like, I think the chaos emeralds are cool. I think they're very marketable. But in my opinion, I don't think there will be the chaos emeralds. I think they're going to take some like. Cl- I could. I could see them ditching yeah. it. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that surprised. It's a little unnecessary. It's a little video game. Yeah, yeah. And it's a little of, of Infinity Stony. I think that might be a little turnoff of people. You know I, what I mean? I, Just I think remind Jeff Fyler did say though that like he's aware of the demand for Supersonic, and he, he, I, did he say specifically that he intended on putting? Uh, it in I don't think it was Jeff Fowler. I think it was one of the writers. I said there were. Uh, they said like we wanted to do stuff like Supersonic. I don't know if that meant like. Oh, we wanted to do Super Sonic, but they said they wanted to do more Sonic-y things, and they were aware. They like listed off some. Yeah, stuff. no, that that specifically at least I know they mentioned that like they put the they changed it to a kidness for a reason because they do want to explore. That yeah, more. yeah. The little uh the showdown at the end where he got all supercharged. I thought that was a pretty good like fake. Ko Ken times ten, not Super Saiyan, but close enough type moment for Sonic. I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. It's too bad they spoiled the final blow yeah. of the trailer. Yeah, I don't know. Movies, you never watch a movie trailer if you actually give a shit. I mean, luckily, Sonic is not really a movie I care about spoilers, but you know, one element the movie actually had good music. I just was hoping for more Sonic music. I think that's not too weird of a complaint, and I hopefully they can now that they have the they can lean into that more in the second one, is all I'm hoping for. And again, I don't want the movie to be. I would be okay with it. I wouldn't be fine with that. I understand they don't want to do wall to wall video game music, even even as good as Sonic's music is. You're gonna want some fucking licensed songs or whatever, but you know, again, yeah. I'm not the first. I just want some Playboy Cardi. I'm not, I'm not or shitting Travis on the first Scott. movie. I think that'd be cool. That's all I need. 
Dude, I, I, they, do you, do you remember that the, the Gangster's Paradise will be accompanying the Sonic first trailer got leaked before the first trailer came out, and I was like, that's so stupid, yeah. it's probably not gonna happen, but it might happen, and then it happened, I was like, oh my fucking god, dude, that first trailer, that first trailer was like a nightmare, man. Who made Gangster's Paradise? Is that cool. Coolio? I remember he tweeted, or he made like an Instagram post when the movie came out, like, yo, it's cool that he's my song, but I don't know if this movie's gonna be <laughs> good. That's so fucking funny. Dude, dude, Sonic, dude, it was so easy, and I didn't blame anyone for shitting on that first trailer it was like god i i i totally get that there were some market research morons over at illumination who were the same guys who designed alvin and the chipmunks and they're like no no sonic has to look this way and then they just couldn't fathom how bad it looked but it's it's so funny because you just i mean it's obvious just look at it for two seconds it looks horrible yeah. like i don't even need it to look exactly the way it did in the final i don't even need it to look exactly like sonic it just has to look not disgusting. I don't even well, know the what way to they... say. It was, it was comical. And I do deeply wish I could have seen a full cut of the movie with that disgusting Sonic. I kind of wish I could have seen that. I know they don't have... People think there was a publicity stunt. They have the whole movie secretly done with that. It's, that's not right. how it works. It takes so long and much money to render that CGI bullshit. They at least but have, I would like, love to see more. I, I think, yes, like... I would love to see... I would love to see any any footage they have with that disgusting original Sonic right. that they didn't like show the... off. Oh, there is some that was leaked a while ago. Let me see yeah. if I can find it. I don't know if you've but, seen it or not. Um... I do know there was a lot of promotional shit with him leaked. I know that was baby disgusting. No, but there was like Sonic a proper video of like the, the baseball scene. Let me just get think... it. No, wait, um, am I thinking of the baseball scene? I think I'm thinking of the the bar scene. The bar scene. I don't Let know. me check. There was like three minutes of footage. Was... I think. I, I knew there. I knew there had to be some footage, but I mean, we'll see. I you think they're probably too cowardly to put that shit on the DVD or Blu-ray? But speaking but of like that know. shitty design, like I remember they like the whole thing was like Paramount was very like confident like the teenage mutant ninja turtles mentality that they had of like oh everybody hated the designs at first but everybody still wanted to go see the movie so fuck it so everybody tolerated the design i also did not go to see that movie but right, right. i you know I, I don't understand how it's like they really it's like i swear there is some sort of like sociopath who works there and it's like <laughs> let's make <they're>... ugly fucking <laughs> designs <laughs> their job is to make it as ugly as possible Oh god, the pre-visualization, so like the non-finished CGI, like the X-Men Wolverine Origins version of the Sonic movie, that, that would be fun to see all the way through. It got kids yeah. interested in Sonic, I mean, then, like, come on. how much? I feel like for so long, the entire pipeline into Sonic has been via memes and little kids watching fucking Game Grumps who actually are interested enough to check the game out themselves, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, who, like, how else do you even hear about Sonic otherwise, you know what I mean? Like, this was just a good thing for the brand, for the brand of Sonic, and just for, like, I do think it is it is possibly if Sega is smart and Sonic Team is smart, they will see that this is a good turning point that they can maybe start not being bad. I, I don't know. I would love for them to do that, but I can't say I have. It's much not hope. just that. Like I, the thing that makes me upset is it did such great things, but Sega had nothing for like people to go back to. Like, what are they going to go fucking play Team Sonic Racing and Force? Capitalize on it. It is sad that like the, it's, it's sad that, like yeah like the the closest most recent game is Sonic Forces. I don't want any kid watching this going by. Hopefully they can see Sonic Mania, or just they'll just play one of the older games. It is. I always I thought it was so weird that there was no Sonic the Hedgehog the movie the game. I mean I know maybe it wouldn't be that ridiculous like a full on movie tie in game, but like I thought they would have something. Like it's so weird. Why would they, why would they release the Sonic movie when they don't have any other Sonic shit? I, to I just think Sega just... were so not confident that they wanted to distance themselves from it completely. Yeah, it, anytime it they really asked, seems like they knew it was gonna suck. It's yeah, so weird. Anytime yeah. they were asked about it, they were like, "That's that's Paramount. That's not us. We have no involvement. We can't talk about that." Um, yeah, it's like they sold the rights to Paramount ages. Well, I know they for a fact they, they the, the whole this idea for a movie has been in in, in the works for ages because I mentioned in a video in 2017 back when the supposed release date. Was oh, it was be, 2014. Actually, I think it was, it was 2018 then. It was originally 
originally planned yeah, at Sony. It's been, rele- it's been in development for so long. Yeah. And again, I was very skeptical of Jeff Fowler because he had literally zero directorial things. And you know what? He did a great job. I have hats off to you, dude. That was a good. You did a good job directing the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I uh, would have been nice. I, 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 I did not go see the movie in theaters. I kind of wish I would have, but I, I didn't feel comfortable going to the, see the th- Sonic movie by myself. I just didn't <laughs> yeah. want to do it. So I waited for it to come out online, and I pirated it. And yeah, I was, I was pleasantly did surprised. Did you take your Valentine's to get to see the Sonic movie sequel? Like the big marketing campaign told you to? Now that's a spicy meme, bros. Get it? Imagining a Sonic fan having a girlfriend. That's That's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I love that um, Jimmy Kimmel had Adam Sandler on like his, his shitty talk show once, and Adam Sandler was like, "Oh yeah, the last movie I saw in theaters was Sonic the Hedgehog. I thought it was great." And Jimmy Kimmel was like, "Ha ha, you, you, you saw Sonic the Hedgehog in the theaters?" And then he was expecting everyone to laugh, and then I was like, "No, I thought it was yeah. good." <laughs> people, from what I can tell, people in general like the movie. Oh, yeah. It was. I really haven't heard much pushback. Yeah, it was Chrissy Teigen, John Lennon, Kid Cudi, Kanye. It was like everybody went to go fucking see that John movie. John Cena, Dwayne the Rock. Yeah. Yeah, every, uh, Did you say John that to Cena. Jimmy? It, it, it is. I don't. I don't want to sound like I'm saying something insensitive here, but it. it COVID nineteen. The funniest part is that it had hit right at the perfect moment to make Sonic yeah. do good in theaters, <laughs> yeah. box office wise. I know they're gonna make more because even theaters over here again are like showing it again, so they're gonna make even more. Oh yeah, not to be too spicy or cause controversy or anything, but uh, it's, it's definitely the best video game oh, movie and Detective Pikachu. Oh, it su- sucks! Thank you. I don't like it that. It sucks so yes, much. I so hate much. that movie so much. People got so pissy when I saw. Oh my god, it's so bad. I don't. I do not understand. I wanted. I I literally went into that movie wanting and expecting to like it, and not only did it, it just turn me off all the time. The climax, the whole finale, was fucking dreadful. Absolutely the dreadful. Acting was horrible. But, but Cybershell, he sang the, the theme song at one point, and I, I recognized that. That makes it good. Yeah, some of the Pokemons looked more disgusting than the original Sonic yes. the Hedgehog design. Yes, thank you. It's so bad. I, I really hate that movie. But back it's, to... My main issue is just that it's really fucking But boring. kind of going back to the Sonic movie... It was very boring. You'd think it'd be more exciting. Um, I just want to say this real quick. I, I, want, I just want to say, it seems like the only person who really wanted to hate the Sonic movie was Jimmy Kimmel. I don't understand that motherfucker's problem with that <laughs> shit. Why does he have, like, a vendetta? I guarantee that they're, yeah, all the people like Jimmy Kimmel, and not to harp on it, but I'm sure Aaron had some quality zingers pre-lined up about it that he didn't get to send off. I'm just going to say this, Jimmy Kimmel, if I see you in the streets, Jimmy Kimmel, things are going down. Things are going down, Jimmy Kimmel. (laughs) Jimmy Kimmel, if I see you in my kitchen when I'm going to get food, it's on site, motherfucker. It's on site. And if I left the house, I would get you there too, but I don't. So stay out of my house, Jimmy Kimmel. Stay out. It's like he had Ben Schwartz. Fuck Jimmy Kimmel. He had Ben Schwartz on his show. Like the voice of Sonic. He's like, who the fuck's going to go see this movie, bro? Who the fuck is going to go see this movie? It's like... That's literally how people think about Sonic, just as like a stupid meme. You know what I mean? Like, like, like that became public consciousness for a long time, and I mean, in a lot of ways, still is. But it's not that simple to just jump in, like, oh, like, oh, all people think Sonic is a dumb meme. Like, that's a little oversimplifying. Wasn't it, there but... like the, the Jimmy Fallon skit that just had like Sonic the Hedgehog the musical, and they're like still fan art and shit? No, that was SNL. Dude, anytime a normie show tries to make a Sonic joke, I cringe so fucking hard. It's never. I it's actually never funny. the it's one mainstream funny. one was. Conan, where they had the thing come out. I was, was about like, to say that was kind of funny. I'm sure I Conan like could one. do a good joke. I mean, I trust Conan to be funny. Yes, he's a good. He's funny. I don't actually watch. I just. I don't know. I. I. I just fundamentally cannot 
fathom the concept of late night television. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm not an actual genuine baby boomer, but the entire thing just seems like oh, it's the not a stupidest yeah, it's not a shit it's ever. Not but uh, I do like Conan, though, I will say. I'm not, not dissing Conan at all. He's uh, mostly just like him because he wrote a bunch of really good Simpsons episodes. <laughs> Completely agree. Speaking of leeching fame, Ricardo, do you have any questions for Cybershell? Yeah. That you received from the audience? Of course. Uh, we have plenty of questions. Not the most questions in the world, but we do have a handful of fans that have submitted some questions uh, that they would like uh, you to potentially answer. It's going to be a little bit of a lightning round. Not super lightning. Yeah, I'm happy to answer questions as long as you don't mind that my answers are probably yeah, going to be no, really shitty. Uh, we love shitty answers. All right, don't worry, um, the questions are from Twitter. They'll definitely They're probably going to be shitty questions. Yeah, yeah. So, first question <laughs> Excellent. we well, have that's the only kind is, of questions I answer. What's your favorite Sonic game? Uh, I think <laughs> you've already stated this, but if you get like a brief statement. Opinions on the IDW Sonic comics? I have not actually done my own thorough read-through, so I cannot give a conclusive definitive play read like judgment so if you hate them don't get mad at me but from what i've seen they're pretty good and i like ian flynn as a dude as a person and i think he's been a good writer from what i've seen but i i i will read the idw comics and give you a real opinion in a real video at some point in the future how about that you heard it from the man himself all right this one's pretty decent do you think sega should replace the current sonic voice actors or not uh, well, I definitely don't think they should replace Mike Paul. Like, he's probably the best Eggman that's currently alive. I really like Dean Bristow, and I really like, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I like, I mean, I already talked about this, but, like, I don't think they should replace him. He's, he's good. As for the others, I don't hate them. I think they're okay. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really be that upset if they got replaced, assuming it was an upgrade, but they've had enough time to really sort of, you know, get in the hang of the characters. I, I mean, I'm not really that crazy about Shadow's current voice, but other than that, they're all right. They're pretty good. I'm, I'm used to them at this point, at least. I actually really liked Ben Schwartz as Sonic in the movie. I thought he did a pretty good job. I think whoever's asking this feels to realize that in Team Sonic Racing, like, half the cast basically was replaced, weren't they? Like, uh... Oh, yeah, Knuckles. Uh, yeah, I know about actor. Knuckles. I knew about Knuckles at least. I... I actually did not even bother playing Team Sonic Racing. It was just such a fucking downgrade from Transformed. It, it sapped my soul to have... Like I could have dealt, I could have dealt with the removal of the non-Sega characters, and I could have dealt with the removal of the transforming gimmick, but I, I just, I couldn't deal with both. Don't you They're like just, twenty-one uh, tracks where seven of them are reused from the previous game? I don't even know what to say because I know Sumo Digital is a competent studio who can create like the best kart racing game of all time because they did it with Sonic Transformed, but. I don't know. Yeah, that game was yeah, a big like, disappointment. The, the engine for TSR is fine. It's just it, there's no content. That's the problem. Yeah, again, it's not like the core gameplay is bad. Although, again, it's not bad inherently. Although the idea of team racing never made that much sense to me. I always thought racing more of is like an individual sport, but whatever. That was the brilliant idea from Takashi Izuka. At least it had a shitty story mode with slideshows and whatever. But hey, it's something. Yeah. This person wants to know where cooking with Cybershell Two is. You know, the funniest thing is I, I, I have my entire career have had this intense fascination and just think I just think it's so funny to make a series and call it like call like something something episode one and then just never do another one. I never have any intention of doing another one. So I never ever planned on doing a cooking with Cyber Shell episode two. But I might do one as a meme, so who knows. I, I have I still have zero cooking ability whatsoever, so it'll be a complete fucking shit show meme video again. 
Uh, do you think Sonic Generations is overrated? Eh, yeah, I guess it's a little overrated, but it's also probably the best boost game. I think if we were just looking at the daytime levels, you could make a good case for Unleashed. But if you're looking at the total package, pretty sure it's definitely the best boost game. And it's a complete fucking fan wank nostalgia fest, so obviously that appeals to me. Although the classic gameplay is dog shit, yes. They, they, it, like, at the time... Seeing Classic Sonic was so cute and exciting and fun, but going back to it, it and especially if you're playing Mania, the, the, uh, it yeah, plays like shit. I do not like the 2D sections, but they're, they're not like unplayable. They're just not nearly as good as Mania. And they made them worse in Forces. And they're worse <laughs> and even more unnecessary in Forces. Like, that, again, nothing could have fixed Forces like with one fix, like more development time this, but just completely remove Classic Sonic, give all more development time to uh, Boost and avatar god damn that was such a bad decision bringing back classic because they they just do not understand why people like classic sonic they don't like classic sonic because they like seeing that short stubby guy i don't know whatever overall generations is a pretty good game in my opinion do you eat cereal uh yeah i only eat honey nut cheerios because i saw a commercial they did with sonic when i was a kid and that just infected my brain and now that's the only cereal i can eat i believe it do you think the Sonic series can recover from another bad game at this point? If yes, why? Also, congrats on 100k. Uh, thank you for the thing. You know, I'll just briefly say this, not to jerk myself off too much, but I knew coming back and posting all these videos, people were gonna, it was gonna turn a few heads, like, what the fuck? Look at this guy. But uh, I was mostly just doing it to appease my old fans. I didn't expect to get a bunch of new fans, so thank you very much to everyone who is now following me. And, uh... Wait, what was the question? Something about Sonic. Can it be salvaged if there's another bad game? Yeah, I, I don't think Sonic will ever be dead dead as long as we've got fans like Christian Whitehead. But like we already discussed in this stream, I'm more than willing to just stop caring about the next mainline. If the next mainline Sonic game is a, not just bad, but like not just like mediocre, but like bad, then yeah, I'm, I'm basically going to cut ties with Sonic Team. Not Sonic, but Sonic Team, yeah. Awesome. And this is the last uh, question. How would you describe slash pitch Sonic to someone who hasn't heard of the character? Uh, imagine Mario if you didn't if he wasn't totally lame and he was cool. He went fast. That's Sonic. Epic. Boom! You heard it from the man himself. So those were some of the questions. Some of them were already answered in the podcast. Other ones were just not at chief. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you all for submitting questions. Make sure to do that for the next guest that we have on at some point. All right, perfect. Well, this was fun. I, I don't. I don't know if I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast, but this was my first. This is this is literally the first time I have ever been on a podcast in my entire life, which is pretty fucking embarrassing. I gotta say. I was worried when I was coming to you about that. I was like, is he going to think I'm a fucking dickhead? Because I've never seen him no, do No, you know, the funniest thing before. is I, I'm i not known for doing, like, collabs and, like, crossover content. And I probably shouldn't say this, but, like, it's only because I, I'm lazy and I don't ever want to organize it. But, like, back in 2017, Mr. Meat Man just hit me up. He's like, hey, will you record some lines for me? And I was like, yeah, sure. I don't give a shit. I just did it. I just did it. And now I'm in one of his videos. And I'm also in some uh, Siva Gunner high-quality rips because they just asked me to record a few lines. And yeah, so I did it. You want everyone who watches you to hit you up? You want everyone? Yeah, see, that's, that's why I didn't want to say this because I know, now I'm going to be... Now everyone's going to be like, oh, you everyone, just hit him up. Just hit him up. His and DMs now, are open. And just now I'm going to completely there, not do it. Yeah. So no, but no, what I... What I'm actually saying is that LS Mark wins because he was the first person to ask me to be on a podcast. So is that, wait, wait, is that like a pinky promise? You'll never go on another podcast? 
I'm already scheduled to be on another no, podcast. No, no, cancel. <laughs> cancel. You were the first one. Uh, I, I will say, uh, I signed I, the Jeffrey Six exclusive contract. Oh. Tell you what, I'd be more than happy to come back, <laughs> and I'd be more than happy to be one of Bubsy's five gay dads with you guys. Thank you all for watching this awesome. Jeffrey Six podcast with the legendary Cypress Show. I hope you all enjoyed it, and stay tuned for the next Jeffrey Six podcast. Have a great night, and suck my dick. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs>